Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly pro wrestling podcast in history. If you can believe that, oh, it's true. It's very true. Is that the catchphrase? It's real. Oh, it's so real. Uh, episode number 855. That is like 17 years worth of shows or something going on. I don't even know. I'm Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. Hello. How goes your show viewing? Oh, it's how many how many hours of wrestling have you watched in the last? Oh, I don't know what to see. Last twenty four hours, the, you probably watched what thirty six hours. Of in wrestling. the last twenty four hours, I watched. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Just eight hours in the last. Oh, day. just in twenty four. Okay. Yeah. So barely holding it. Yeah. But um, yeah, well, uh, I'm watching a lot, and and it shows because we have more content up than we ever have in the oh, uh, in, in human history here, as they say. Um, so if you want to get a hold of that, I can tell you what's on there right now. Should I tell you what's on there? Yeah, tell them. Tell if you them listen, what's in no, listen, you can listen to this free show that we do every week, and there's some people that do. They just listen to the free show every week, mm-hmm. and that's awesome. But if you become a patron. Pennies a day, I'm telling you. You become a patron, go to patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. You can get everything we do, um, including, let's see, in this past week, we covered um, NXT Go Home Show to Halloween Havoc, NXT UK, um, New Japan. Let's see which ones we did. We did the A Block Final, B Block Final of the G1, and then the Absolute Final with the horrible ending of just tragedy when just just an injury struck it was awful we did um impact wrestling and we did the their wrestlemania bound for glory so we've done that just in the past since since you and i sat down to do a show last week could you be the person watching the most wrestling shows i think i am right now Uh, well that's covering it yes i think there are people i don't even that larry there are hardcores that seriously watch everything and that's all they watch and they don't watch like sitcoms or anything they just watch wrestling and they consume all the wrestling content like to keep up with it i know there's people that exist like that now there's not many but they definitely do i think i'm the one that's watching the most wrestling and covering the most wrestling like but like i would i would bet money on it I don't have a doubt about that, knowing how bad people who supposedly cover wrestling. Yes. Wrestling. Yeah. Now, one show that happened we did not cover, the only show we didn't cover this week was Blood Money. And that's because, well, not that it wasn't good or it's not, that has nothing to do with it. It's not about quality. It's about the the point of WWE's just bloodthirsty, horrible monsters dealing with a (sighs) prince that throws people in a wood chip or an undertaker went over there and opened a concert for Pitbull and he wasn't even on the show, which means he went over there to pal around with the Prince and get paid. That was the only reason he was there. Unbelievable. I don't know what else to did say you, about that. Just, yeah. Did you see the 60 minutes where they had the intelligence agent from Saudi Arabia talking about just what a monster he was? I didn't see it, but I can imagine he's got, he's got rings from Russia that inject poison in you. I mean, what is this? A, oh my a, God. James Bond movie? This well, to him it is, because it's all a big joke. So, I'm sorry. He takes it very, very seriously. But the, it doesn't matter. It's it's gross, but that's a whole other story. If you don't believe me, you could do, please do do your own research, as people say, right? Nobody actually <laughs> Well, 
please use a news source and not yeah not not some internet. fake thing right yeah don't use the yeah i know okay so so we have a lot to talk about today though because we had a, a bunch of shows and we had the season premiere of raw so we have that dynamite rampage and smackdown all to cover uh here today but like i said if you want to get all that extra content that we do plus here's an added bonus and everybody this is very important this show you're listening to for free you could get it a day, two days, three days, who knows? You can get it some weeks, um, you know, a few days sooner just by being a subscriber. It comes with the package deal. So I think that benefit enough is worth pennies a day. But and that's just it. It is. It definitely get- is. Because here's the thing. We do the show completely for free. The only money I, I work... To not to, I hate this martyr stuff. I hate it, but I don't know how else to sell it. As far as you know, I this is what I do. This is what I spend all my time on, and I'm getting paid like like a child mowing lawns. That's not much money, and I need more people to join the Patreon, or we're gonna have to shut this whole operation down. You don't want to do that, do you, Larry? No, shut this whole operation not, down? No, not, not except for when I'm watching Raw. Well. Yeah, that's a different story, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But yeah, that's it's just like other. Uh, listen again. I'm, I want to only real quick say this, and then I'm going to move on because I, I don't want to dwell on this. But I do need to make a living, so Patreon is what I need to pay all my bills, all the costs associated with doing the show, all the equipment, all the monthly bills, and and, and this is including my own personal like medical bills and tax bills everything and if you only knew um you would wonder how we even exist you would you really would and you would cry and i would cry with you and i'll cry with you and i hate to you know complain but i don't know what else i don't know how else to put it to explain that we are my first album i don't want to go bankrupt i'll cry with you and that's it that's a great album name i want my first album to be named i'll cry with you well that's a good one but um, yeah, we really, I hate it when I, when I go see other people's Patreons that are like more oh, celebrity, no. celebrity based ones and they already are rich people or they have tons of money to begin with. Then they set up a Patreon and now they hide their money amount. Cause at like one point it's like, <sighs> seriously, Larry, could you live at on $1,200 a month? Could I? Could anyone? Where, like, do you mean just like breathe? I suppose I could afford to breathe. No, I mean like, but like a mortgage, be under a roof, medical no. insurance, medical bills. Oh, I, I was just thinking a, a car, roof and food, but no, gas, food. I oh, actually move around. Um, no. like food. Did I mention food? Because you got to eat. But anyway, the point is, there are. Sadly, this is something that we're dealing with right now, and uh, it's not cool. Um, but, um, the reality of it is that, like I said, there's these, again, not to compare, but it's sad. It always makes you sad when people are throwing money at these celebrity Patreons and celebrity Twitch and celebrity YouTube, whatever. And like, here, take all my money when we find out how much they make. And it's like, oh, they just made $200,000 last month. That's wow. I could just retire if I could make $200,000 ever. Like that's not. And then it makes me sad because I love doing this, but there's just not, you know, this is, but I'm an artist and this is the life I chose, which I always say. So what can you do? 
But anyway, downer, downer, downer beginning, downer beginning. Um, we should talk about wrestling though. And um, you're not saying anything. I'm sad now. Well, I am too. I mean, it would be different if we just did this one show, but no. I, I mean, there's so much content. You get something. You're I not know. just. It's it is nice to give artists money so they can do their art. Yeah. That is nice, but you're getting so much if you get extra. You, I mean, but yeah, am and I not right? It's not like I know, I know. It's it's tough. It's and again, I always say it's the life I chose. It's tough to do because like it's not like you can go to the podcast warehouse and you go there and get a job there and then the more shows I do, the more money I make. It doesn't work like that. No, nope. and I get a paycheck. That's not how that works. I had to create this from nothing. And that's what I did. And that's what I chose. Um, we are, we are going to get our crack marketing. We have a new marketing team. We're going to get the crack marketing Ooh. team on this, Larry, and see if we could fix this problem. Good, because we need some crack. It's hard to market crack now. <laughs> it is. It's got, such a, it's got such a bad reputation. Well, I don't know it, yes. But if you give them a free sample, I think I just figured now, it wait out. Wait a minute. Crack samples. No, crack not sample. that. But um, something like that. So... Yes, marketing team's on the job, but I can't afford to pay them anything. So this <laughs> so is not really this might then. go real quick south real quick. Anyway, so that was my pity section because again, I just want I just need people. I'm just what do they call that transparency? I'm just doing that with with the listeners. That's it. I just need them to know that more people need to know about the longest running weekly pro wrestling podcast in history that actually watches the shows and gives an unbiased opinion and isn't toxic positivity, isn't constantly negative. We are in the middle. If it sucks, this will say, this sucks. If it's good, we'll say, that was awesome. And that's just how we do things. That's what, how we've always done the show. And the, the problem with that market, marketability is people don't necessarily want that as bad as they want somebody that's only going to bash or that's only going to say things are good and they'll they will stop listening in a second when you say something against their precious whatever, AEW or WWE, whatever they like. So believe me, it is a tough line to walk, but I refuse to, um, it, what's that called? Refuse to um, um, compromise my journalistic integrity. I have to be honest. That's it. All right, news. Yep. It's easy to easy to make podcasts for trolls and zombies, but that's it. That's it. You figured it out. We need to make a troll zombie. We do. Wow, that would be something. Um, so let's start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored another 1.5 million viewers, so they're getting hammered by the football. Not doing so good, Larry. Not at all. They weren't doing so good before football. Let's. I know, but let's but stop the point is, excuses. COVID they were, football, but before they're football, not. they were getting they were getting like. 1.8 or 1.9, now they're getting 1.5. They're losing hundreds of thousands of viewers because those viewers would rather watch something else. So Anything else, I would hope. Yeah. SmackDown, if you remember last week, got a uh, 866,000 viewers, which was really sad because they were on FS1. Um, this week, they went back to normal. 2.1 million viewers. Now, think about that for a second. That really lends something to our Fox is just turned on all day. Because it is Fox. How did they get every Fox. viewer back like that? It just their, it, their machine just turns it on. That's just it. The math doesn't work unless you explain that that at least a million of those viewers always have that channel on. 
Otherwise, this makes no sense. Because what? What? They couldn't find FS1? They couldn't turn the channel? What are you, 90? They can't figure <laughs> that out? 90s? Yeah. What are you, 90s? Well, it shows you how much, even if they're watching, how much do they want to watch? Yeah. Because if you wanted to watch, like you yes. said, you could have turned the channel. Yes. Well, I just got a, a text from my marketing team. Freemarketingteam.com is where you can go get this uh, free marketing. It's Well, they sound quality. I found the the uh, web address in an alley somewhere written on a napkin. <laughs> so I don't even know why I would even go there. But I trusted them with my all my credit card numbers. Um, and they said it was free, but I'll see if I get billed um, later. No, none of that's real. But I did get a text from them and it says here... Um, I don't know if I should read that. Okay. Uh oh. Yeah. Should I, should okay. I keep it? Yeah. Well, you, after you share it with me later, yes. I ref- it's because I forgot the joke. I was making a joke and I told him <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> it was something, something about what you said. Oh, I bet it was great. <laughs> what are you, 90? And then we said something else and then I forgot. Wow. Well, that went well, This over. is off to a great start here. It is so good. <laughs> oh, my God. It the is, joke was so funny, I forgot to tell it. Let's tell people the honest truth here, because that's what we do here. Um, we usually do the show right after Raw. It is 2.27 a.m. where I am right now. So it's a bit after Raw, and I am deliriously doing the show in the middle of the night. So if I'm crazy sounding or if uh, I didn't remember the joke, then I'll remember it, though. Oh, I will. <clears throat> it'll, it'll come back to me. So, oh, got it. Remember now, it wasn't really a joke. It wasn't a joke. It was just something I was going to say. I was going to (laughs) say, with the SmackDown viewers, I was going to say, oh, freemarketing.foot text says that you should, the best kept secret in wrestling podcasts, it's Smart Wrestling Fan. If everyone just told their friends and then said, here, give me your phone and then subscribed to our podcast on either the Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts for free, then our numbers would go up and then our marketing team could do something with those numbers and get us some sponsors and whatnot. And we could get a non-free marketing team. Right. And then we could buy a real marketing team too. It'd be really cool if we could just hire them or buy them. Do you buy a team? No, I think you hire them. Anyway, uh, AEW Rampage. Oh, they had 533,000 viewers. That's not great. I, I mean, it's okay. Anything half a million anywhere near that is great for a Friday night at 10 p.m. So I shouldn't really say that's not great. It's okay. Um, but let's do um, NXT and Dynamite. NXT had 606,000 viewers. You know what that means, right? That means it's possessed? That means, no, that would be 666,000 viewers, oh. Larry. That would be 666,666 viewers. But no, that's not it because it is Halloween almost. Um, That's not it. It is. Oh, you know what I could do right now? That you did a perfect plug there. Marketing team says that we should plug our spooky fun pack the one time a year. The only one time a year when you can get a spooky fun pack sent to you uh, with free shipping uh, in the United States. Um, if, if you just go to smartwrestlingfan.com and make a donation at the bottom of the page. So, um, let's see the donation. You get fun stuff. Doesn't have to all be Halloween based. Some of it's wrestling, some of it's nonsense, some of it's show use things like, uh, like paper cutouts that were on TLDR, like, um, uh, show notes sometimes 
WWE merch, action figures, toys, movies, games, all that. But you can get one of those fun packs right now. Let's see, for 27 bucks. Wow. I'll, I'll ship you one. Yeah. Spooky fun pack, I call it. But anyway, thanks for the 666 talk. Um, thanks. <laughs> then, uh, so my, my point was, what does that mean, 606,000 viewers? It means every week since NXT 2.0 started, they have less viewers. It's gone down every single week since it began. <sighs> and at this rate, the only thing maybe that'll keep it at 600,000 or higher is that uh, tomorrow's Halloween Havoc. So, but the that they gave, kind of gave that to the network to say I'm sorry, but now it's junk. Yes, they did. Well, because now it's just it's its own a different weird thing. So, yeah, it's kind of sad. AEW Dynamite had 727,000 viewers. That's a Saturday night show. So, of course, they're, you know, they're not going to hit a million on a Saturday night, unfortunately, unless that's a regular time slot. But um, there you go. Those are your ratings. Do you want to hear some news? Sure. Okay. (laughs) We're going to talk about, during SmackDown, we'll talk about the whole Charlotte story about how she dropped the title literally on the <laughs> ground and then um, and the whole Andrade text. And we'll talk about all that during SmackDown. But needless to say, or regardless, whatever the wording is, um, Charlotte comes across as miserable human being, story at 11. We've, we've been telling people that for months. So, Yeah, honestly, for years. Years, but at I, least. Yeah, and the thing is, we, we detected it. We figured it out. We talked about it and we wished her the best and we wanted her to be happy. And when we see her in those pictures with Andrade, she seems so happy. Um, and she, before this, she decided to take a picture of herself and Andrade with AEW hats on. So that probably couldn't have helped her case backstage. But um, anyway, uh, we'll talk about that during SmackDown. But that is a story that we have to get to. Um, Kota Ibushi, of course, at the G1 final, um, flew off the top rope in his match with Okada. Final match of the tournament. The winner gets uh, a title match at Wrestle Kingdom this January. And sure enough, he flies off the top rope with a Phoenix Splash, lands on his right arm and crushes it, basically dislocating his shoulder. And they had to call the match. It was a ref stoppage. Unfortunately, we'll never know what was supposed to happen at the end of that match. But yeah, Kota Ibushi out of action indefinitely for that. So that's kind of sad. That was a very tragic thing. For the full coverage of that, of course, um, if you're not subscribed to New Japan World, then uh, listen to our Smart Wrestling Fan More shows because uh, we definitely covered this in full. That's It's just so weird that they had a big comeback and then some... You know, well, people say he's, quote, snake bit. That's the, Like I say cursed, but everybody seems to use that same word, snake bit. It's like this weird hive mind on Twitter. They, why is that? They all use that word. I don't know snake bit. I think that would be if you're terminal, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> they're not snake, saying it just about Ibushi. They're saying about this It's whole, not like if you, if you get bit by a snake, somehow no. you're more likely to keep getting bit No, by but snakes. it's not just Ibushi, Larry. It's this, this title. That's the snake bit thing. It's this world title okay, that so they the decided to create. Snake? That it's still, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cursed is fine or unlucky or yeah, but snake bit. I, yeah, I just know. never understood. But everybody's term. saying it, and I even said it once, but maybe twice. Um, New Japan cards are back in full. Uh, the Power Struggle show coming up the, on November sixth. It's nine matches 
on the card. And this is New Japan who's been doing like five matches per card because they want to keep the COVID cases down and whatever. Um, Japan's definitely opening back up and Japan's definitely, um, you know, with almost no cases over there of COVID. They're, uh, it's looking good for wrestling again. So I'm very happy about that. Because it was yeah, sad yeah. when, you know, you'd have a really big show, like a Dominion show. That's the show that's usually around in the summer around my birthday. Dominion. And I get look forward to it. I can't wait. And this year, it was a great show, but it was five matches. It's like, that's not really a pay-per-view. But, um, you know, they made it into one. But now we're back to nine matches, I think, with four or five titles on the line. So it's pretty cool. Um, and that's the Power Struggle show coming up. Oh, Larry, speaking of watching two million hours of wrestling a week... <laughs> Um, yeah. Just when I wanted to start watching MLW, remember we were talking about yeah. we should watch it because um, of the Azteca underground and mm-hmm. Dario is back and um, what's his name? Mil Muertes just won a title there. So I was like, oh, this sounds cool. They signed Enzo Amore. To do what? Why? Why do you need him? I don't know. But then all of my I want to see that just kind of melted away. And I went, um, why would you hire that guy? That guy's a. A scumbag, you know. I wish he and Ryback would do something together that I will never have a part of. <laughs> oh my god, I know those two seem I like Ryback different size versions of the same of person. the same person. Yeah, I, I well, Enzo's more problematic because he was accused oh, I'm not of, saying Ryback's as things. problematic, but they both have both have this thing where they think they have some supernatural powers that yes they're going to say they're going to become the biggest thing ever and it will happen yeah ryback uh, has been opening his mouth a lot online and i want to don't want to give him any publicity so i'm not even going to bother to say what what it was um Tennille, you might remember her as emma from wwe yeah, with, uh, the captain yes captain and Tennille. Tennille was pulled from bound for glory and i don't know why and when we watched bound for glory in her match in her place was madison rain and they never said a word did she steal another what? iPad case? Is she in prison? <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know why. What would it take for them to not even mention you're there? Like, you're not even mention you're they at home. They didn't even mention the substitution? No. Because Madison Reigns in her faction, but it was just like, wow, Tennille won this qualifier to get there. Let's see. Oh, she won the go-home match to Bound for Glory against all the other people in the in the mini tournament. Oh, she's not there. We're just never going to mention it. They never said her name. Hmm. I don't know what to make of that. That's unusual, but is she she still with the company? I don't know. I have no idea. I will probably find out like tomorrow because right after the show's over, but I'll talk about it on more if uh, I get any other news. Braun Strowman looks like he's going to impact maybe. Does anybody want that? How are they paying? I don't. I, yeah, he wanted all this tons of money. They we don't got, have we that. had his numbers for one indie event. I know. And we know Impact couldn't I pay know. that. So I think what so happened did was. Did WWE finally br- give him the breakup talk where we're Yes, never, they ever, said we're not hiring you back. Together. He insisted he was getting hired back, but no, he's not. He was like, they're selling my merch. I'm getting hired back. No, <laughs> he's not. I just wanted to get rid of that stuff. Poor guy. Yeah. Not poor guy, though. He's awful. 
Oh, I know, but it's, that's the I guy just that imagine him. He's just like somebody who got broke up with, and they cannot admit it. I know that's the guy that uh, no poor guy because that's the guy that in the pandemic was like, "Good, all these idiots getting fired during a pandemic. Look at you, you stupid indie rific guy that can't do anything oh, yeah. with their life. You should have all this money saved up and have a backup job and all this. You're an idiot." And it's like easy for you to say, "WWE millionaire moron." Morionaire, is that what it's called? Morionaire. I don't know. Star. Yes, I know. My point is, he came across as the dumbest, and he basically told people to go screw themselves because they weren't big enough stars to make any money. And um, don't ask for help. Nobody ever helped him. You know all the all the things that a horrible person would say. So. Can he go back to throwing tires and telephone poles or whatever he did? That strong man stuffy. Uh, I guess, but is the, how much money is there in that? I don't know. Sure, went to fun. college, Braun. But anyway, yeah. um, and then finally, in the news. This is a very sad and strange story. But remember, Smiley Kylie Ray. Oh yeah, I have she lost her smile. Well, yeah. She says she has to take time off from wrestling because she is having hallucinations and can't tell the difference between reality and fantasy. And is seeing things and all kinds is of... Is someone helping this person? I don't know. I hope so. But then Have again... we not recently in wrestling seen when people ask for help, maybe usually, we should help them? Usually you get it in wrestling, like in 2021. But she's also, if you remember, again... The, the, one shouldn't have anything to do with the other, but my, but I do want to say that she was also the one that was that was said that um, Nyla Rose was against her religion and ran away from AEW because she didn't like the backstage area because you know what I'm saying. She was very. Well, she's admitting she's hallucinating now. Or she could other geishal slurs, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but she like so. She came across she as a pretty stuff. horrible person, but that could be part of this. Like, it could be part of her di- disorder, or what I'm trying to say, her mental illness, and I don't want to make fun of that. So No, that's what I'm saying. Someone Right. When someone asks for help, you can't be like, well, I don't know. Let's let's get them help first and then worry about yeah. so, the real thing. Yeah. So, that's your news. Downer ending, again. We had a downer beginning and downer ending. We have to go up from here. Oh, wait. SmackDown's first. No, you know what? SmackDown. Now, listen. For the people that were like, wait, I thought you were not reviewing SmackDown anymore because the Xavier Woods said, crown me, 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 crown me. And then they crowned him. And that's not a good story at all. And it made me mad. Not because I don't like Xavier Woods, because I actually do, but because of the way he got it and because there's nothing to it. He was booked in a face versus face final and then beat the face that just was going for the Universal Champion a minute ago. And Xavier Woods is like the one of the lowest card guys on Raw, except for that one time when he pinned Bobby Lashley. So my point is this. Uh, I didn't want to review SmackDown until Xavier Woods turns heel. That was my kind of stipulation. But Larry said, no, we should. And then I watched SmackDown and I actually, besides Football Head, I actually liked smackdown for the most part and i thought it really like started out hot for like 45 minutes even though there was no match it was just all this brock and rain stuff but i'm kind of glad we reviewed it this week so we're gonna have to do this on a case-by-case basis yeah we'll see where it goes yeah but yeah so in memory of think 
It, but Blood Money Review. Oh, yay. Brock uh, and things happen. Yeah. Okay. It, I know we're not covering it, but because this doesn't pop up anywhere in wrestling this week. So did Goldberg kill Bobby Lashley? Because he, he he's all not he here did this week. was spear him off the ramp through like a gimmicked area. And then Lashley got up and walked away. So no, Lashley is in fact still alive. Even though he wasn't on Raw, so maybe the Prince chopped him up after that, but at least at so, least Goldberg didn't kill him. Yes, he still may have been murdered because yeah. he was. Uh, so, yeah, it's in some bank-type arena in Wichita, Wichita, Kansas. It's the Intrust Bank Arena, which sounds like Intr- the Incest Bank Arena, so I don't want to go there <laughs> ever. Would you ever give your money to anybody whose company was called Intrust? No. Obviously, you can't. Do you know uh, Wichita, sounds- Kansas? Is yeah. the birthplace of Pizza Hut? No. No, like I thought that was a joke there, but it's just that's no, true, right? Just interesting. No, it sounds like intrust. They're trying to say it sounds like interest and trust. Instead, to me, it sounds like untrust, which isn't even the thing, but that's all <clears> I could <throat> think of. But anyway, and I also incest. So it's not good. I hate it. Like Stephanie and Vince McMahon getting married or whatever on TV. Cole and football head song. Yeah. Listen, Football Head is the worst part of tonight's show. He takes these, I mean, this first like half an hour is such great moments and he wants to step on every single one of them. He thinks that's his job. Roman Reigns and Paul come out. I'm sorry to interrupt. I have a thing that I wrote, excuse me, in my raw notes that's going to talk about Football Head and it's going to tell you something very important about him. So I don't want to spoil it now. Is he leaving? Because that's the only thing. That would be in the news, Larry. Someday, it, someday, because people don't can't last forever. Someday, Football talks about how he stayed home from because he probably would have said something to get killed over there. But he watched the match and he left the Earth four times during that match. I don't know what that means. See on that billionaire spaceship. With oh, that's the Captain it. Kirk. I, that's it. Now I don't know what that means. And also, did you hear the way he welcomed Cole back and said he's so happy to see him again? He. He treats this like it is a blood money thing where people might not come back. That's exactly what he was thinking. <laughs> That's true. He was he was all happy people yes. survived. Wow. Maybe he's not as dumb as I think. So in some in some her, ways, maybe you're right. Told earlier today, Lesnar tweeted that he is going to come and beat Roman Reigns senseless. So we'll see. Wait, let me tell you something. I bet you football head, I could be great friends with him. I just don't want him on commentary. Ever. Like ever, ever, never, ever, ever. No, I don't know him as a But he might be a really nice guy. I have no idea. I'm just saying professionally, I don't want to hear him talk. He's he's the worst at this job I've ever seen. And I'll I'll fight anybody that says different. Fair enough. Yeah, of course Paul's holding that time title and Roman goes, Hey, Paul, are you holding that title for me or for Brock? That's amazing. But let's explain what happened at the blood money there, That what he's referring to, because they did show it in a recap. But Brock's down, Roman's down, the ref is bumped. And Heyman grabs the title, chucks it right exactly between the two of them, and goes, you know what to do! It was <laughs> just that moment right there they showed in the, the video thing was that's all you needed to see of blood money. Yeah, that's Paul throws amazing. His hands up like, hoy, you know, yes. like he does. Yes. Great. So <laughs> he said he didn't do a, didn't do a good job at handling him the title. He says, you're not great at your job, Paul, but I am. Cause I'm the best champion ever. Yes. And he's smashed everybody. 
Then he makes he Paul t- Reed. He says tweet. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Look at that. Well, he, he smashed him. I guess. Daniel Bryan looks smashed. I he guess. makes him uh, read the tweet about Brock said, and he said, well, good, because I want to beat Brock up again, and I'm not leaving until Brock shows up. We yes. go to commercial, come back, and Roman's still talking. Finally, Brock comes out. Brock beats up Roman. He scares Paul, and then the Usos come out, of course. But the Usos get beat up. Roman gets even beater upper. And then Brock takes a cameraman, throws him around, <gasps> throws his camera, beats up a ref. And Adam Pearce sends all the jobbers out to stop Brock. And Brock is in the ring with a belt. And then it, it's just jobbers. You're only supposed to focus on the pull apart, the main event, the big fight feel. What does football head say? <gasps> what? Books! Books! Books is here! It's Books! Shut up! That's not anything. So he's when they here come to back, pull people apart. Football head says they're talking about Brock not getting not getting the belt at the pay, at the fake per pay per view. Football head said Brock got got it stolen out from under him like all the greats of the past. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. But let's tell people again. If you missed Blood Money, we told you on last week's show that they recorded tribute to the troops and showed who had what titles. And everything was, we said, that won't air for a month. That'll air in November. So nothing can change hands at the show. And we were correct. True. Nothing happened. Adam Pierce comes out and he says, no person can hold this show hostage. It happens once a month. But that's what Reigns did, not Brock. Yeah. And then he says, no one can cause this kind of chaos. Football head says, Says, okay, football head says, so this guy is. He keeps talking right over Adam Pierce. Pierce says Brock is suspended. And then football said, who's this guy? Why are we doing this? Brock comes out. Uh oh. He's like in Adam Pierce's face. He's going to leave. But no, Adam Pierce gets F5. Music hits. And you're, you're like, okay, that. but then he gets, oh, he does it again. It's all really good until football head goes, oh, and he ripped his pants. Oh, his pants are ripped his pants. And that's great. That's for us, for the wide shot. But he, he obviously has never looks at that monitor. You know that? That's a bad job you're doing there, football head. Keep your eyes on the monitor, buddy. So Brock leaves and football head just yells. Is he still suspended? Why wouldn't he be? He just yeah, did a what does that mean? Pierce gets helped out of the ring in the back. This is getting really bad. Naomi's mad at Sonya Deville. She yells at her and she's like, you know, you messed me up in that match. I'd really like to wrestle you. And Naomi yells, just get out of my face. Wow. Okay, get out of my face sounds pretty bad. Immediately, Drew comes in. He says, I'm going to do an open challenge whether you like it or not. And she's all happy about that, even though Naomi well, did the exact yes. same thing two weeks she's, ago. She's not happy about it, but she has no pro- She doesn't ever say you can't. No, she does that like a, hmm, that'll be something. I thought she was doing, uh, why does he think he has so much power over me? But the point, either way, look how she treats a white guy versus a black person. Look at the way she treated the Street Profits, Lashley, Big E, and Naomi versus how she treats... Drew McIntyre and Paul, how she treated Paul Heyman. It is night and day. So listen, either this story is just coincidentally, it's like coincidental when um, on Raw, only the black wrestlers were only allowed to, to hang around backstage with the black wrestlers and only wrestle other black wrestlers. And it's a coincidence like when AJ Styles only wanted to beat up minorities for like a 
months and months and months. So that maybe it's a coincidence, but when Sonya does it, she's so sincere about it. I don't want to think there's anything bad there personally with her. And I don't know her at all. So I just want to think that this is just a confused character and she's just doing what she's told. Well, okay. This has been the definition of a confused character because... Yeah, I don't know what she's going got going on being heel either. face. Whatever. But football head says, "Make a name for yourself, Drew." Then Drew what? Gulak is in the background. Right, make a name for yourself, Drew. Is that Drew Gulak? What? Okay. Why did he say that? He just pointed out that there's two guys named Drew. Now Vince is going to yep. be aware of that and like fire Drew Gulak or make him change his name. Yep. Good job. Just like Books, it's Books. He's in the job squad. Drew Gulak, he exists. Oh, look, look over there. Why? No. So Drew McIntyre comes out. Football head says the sword is seven feet tall. I, he's holding it. Yep. Seven feet tall. And, and then he says, how big is it called? Five feet. Oh, five feet. <laughs> he just says anything. So he wants soap and challenge somebody, somebody. It's Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn, music. But it, it, Sami hasn't changed. Sami, go away. Go, like, go away somewhere good. Not go away like <clears throat> Yeah, I know. Bad. I know. It's same old Sammy, even though he claims that he's, remember, I'm a great, he said, I'm the best superstar because he's not allowed to say I'm a good wrestler. Oh my God. Remember football head got in trouble for that with the views of WWE aren't the same as, as, oh yeah. When you yeah. said just, when they said he's a good wrestler, football head said he was a good wrestler. Sammy got told, now remember you, you say you're a good superstar. Don't say wrestler. That's gross. Drew McIntyre against Sammy Zayn. Yeah. Claymore. Drew wins. Whatever. Get a hit row video. They were talking. They're going to be here tonight. So I'm, I'm excited about this. Okay. I really want to like this. Uh, coronation is tonight. So that'll be the thing. We come back in the ring is Kofi and some royal stuff, crowns and yep. thrones and stuff. Football says he's never seen a king crown before. But two weeks ago, he told us his boyhood dream was to cover King of the Ring because he watched it on TV. So And not only that, if he means live, he watched Nakamura win against Baron Corbin. Okay. Oh, that dummy. Becky Lynch in the back reminds us she never lost the Raw title. She might be two belts Becky again tonight. So Uh watch for that because that sounds like a story I might be interested in. It sure does. Wait, stay tuned for the news on that one because there's going to be news. Now, again, what if somebody drafts both women's champions? Well... Because it's because it's whatever they want it to be, they just won't do that. But yeah, now it seems like this is a tradition. First year we get this tag title swap, then we get the women's title swap. Next time, you know what? That's all there could be because the other show, the other titles are not tied to a show. Oh, but it makes the titles look. Oh, like they look junk. horrible, and Cold they're going to look horrible. Er, when Charlotte does her thing. Mm-hmm. Do your thing, Charlotte. Yeah. Zia Lee video package. Okay, I'm I'm into this. Somebody new. So yeah. I'll take it. Mansoor against Ali. Why is this rematch? Now, first of all, it's Mons- it- Mansoor. A Mansoor is something else. Yeah, it's the guy that comes with a head. No, Mansoor. Yes. Mansoor. Uh, Mansoor. Why is, why is it a rematch? And why does Mansoor <clears throat> win so quickly? Um. Wow. Was that even two minutes? That match was disgustingly Might have short. Been two minutes. Wow. Poor Ali. Yep. Awesome wrestler. They don't know what to do with him. 
sometimes I think Vince is a vampire that just feeds off the hope that he instills in some wrestlers and then immediately pulls away and they're Probably. like, what happened? That is his fuel. Uh, Ridge Holland talks backstage and he has a club. He's like, so. look at look at me club. I'll be teaming with Sheamus in three weeks. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> Aaliyah talks. She does makeovers and she's bougie. Oh my God. They... How do we book women? Let's see. Uh, something to say something about fashion in the, 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 the makeovers. I don't like that. They have no idea what to do. Angel also, Garza. she can't wrestle. Keep everyone to remember that. Umberto Carrillo <laughs> say we're winners. So that's good. Well, they're handsome say, or whatever they say. They're the hottest tag team or whatever. But that doesn't make them winners. Hmm. Yeah. Seamus says, let me introduce myself. I don't need an introduction. Okay. He does. So for new people, <clears throat> eh, we'll see. <laughs> well, one of them's Aaliyah. So we have a lot to worry about here. And Ridge Holland can't ah. really wrestle that great either. So yikes. You know, I'm actually looking forward to seeing Aaliyah to see. I shouldn't say that just to see how bad she does. It's but pretty bad. It might be. Really I'll say bad. she's jobbing to Charlotte next week or the week after. Two weeks. Within two weeks. How about that? Okay. Hit Row comes out. So I was excited for this. And they talk, talk, talk. And I actually really liked it. So I wasn't disappointed. Okay. It was good. a thing. Yeah. It was a thing. And you'll it's like not this. The greatest you'll thing like this yet, for now. Right. You'll like this until you see B Fab wrestle. But let's just talk about that later. Well, we didn't see that because Isaiah nope. Swerve Scott and Top Dollar. Against is it top dollar or top dollar? Uh, top dollar is a dollar store in Australia, according okay. to Craig. So top dollar, yeah. Uh, against Daniel Williams and Pal, I don't know. The pal's Williams name is Dustin Lawyer. Oh my god! <laughs> what? Listen, I don't remember the last time we had local talent jobber type of stuff. Um, how long has it been? We, mm, I don't know. We used to have it all the time just yes, to get. I can't remember last time we had squash match, whatever. But yeah. You know, yeah. Hit Good. I, I, I want to really like these guys. Top Dollar. Let me tell you something. Top Dollar has a lot of potential. I'm just worried about his big mouth and he's going to get into trouble because it seems like every week he's saying something, trying to pick a fight with somebody. Um, he was the guy that was like, oh, what these wrestlers or these people don't tell you is that. They wear these fake shoes, these these whatever thousand dollars, seven thousand dollars, whatever shoes, and then when they're at home, they're like wearing like Converse or whatever because they're a bunch of phonies. And so then Young Bucks played with that because they're like, "Do you mean yeah. us?" And they played with that and thought it was funny, and they talked about their shoes and stuff in their Twitter profile. They always change the profile to whatever funny thing is happening, and then the acclaimed did a rap and guess what they mentioned something something top dollar and hmm. yeah and it was funny but top dollar threw a fit and he said oh i can't believe that they'd even have to talk about me that just shows you how crappy they are then i thought okay that's just that's just a rest that's just a wrestling like they're just like messing with each other nope he goes and does an interview where he says you know, I don't think I really am where I need to be now, which is SmackDown. I really didn't like it in NXT because I don't think anyone ever um, comes into wrestling going, I wish I was in NXT. <coughs> wow. 
I don't really? Talk to Chompy. So this guy, yeah, this guy, uh, he's going to say something really, really dumb. I'm just waiting mm. for it to happen. Not, not that he hasn't already, but something worse. So we'll see. Yeah, right we now. will. We will see. He's very outspoken and says things you probably shouldn't say if you like your job. But hey, whatever. We get a recap of the opening things that all happened. Kayla's outside the trainer room. Sonia Pierce is outside and she says, oh, Adam Pierce or Sonia Pierce. So <laughs> I thought outside. it was both of them combined. She yeah. says Pierce will be OK, but she's kind of she's like Pierce will be OK. But what a dummy. I'm so evil now. I, I don't understand this. Also, she said he isn't exactly a spring chicken around here. What does being around here have to do with it? I guess everybody there's so young. What? That's not even OK. Speaking of which, what happened to Jeff Hardy? Excuse me. I uh, thought I saw him backstage by Drew Gulak, actually. Isn't he supposed to be? He promised us a new character after Well, the- he said now now that he's on the other show, he can do a new character. He didn't say he'd do it like on the first night it came into effect. I think that would have been a little bit much if we would have seen Willow. I think you need video packages for that, don't you? I guess, but... No, Maybe we'll never see it because we want it too much. Rick Boogs. With Intercontinental Champion Nakamura as backup to... I don't know why. Okay. In a box, Baron Corbin is glad that Nakamura took away his crown because now he's happy and rich. And then Madcap makes a joke, but... It's not a joke. None of these are jokes. They're horrible things that he says. I know. They're just... They're not... I, and I don't mean horrible like they're offensive. They're just horrible as in there's no no content. There's nothing to it. It sucks. It's not really a joke. And it wasn't funny. And you don't say the word that's in the punchline in your joke. Joke. Telling 101. I think they're trying to make bad jokes, but... But not... Okay, this one wasn't a joke. Well, it's time for your wrestling main event. Nakamura with boogs against Happy Corbin with Madcap Moss. Wait. Get ready to see this match in different forms of it for the next three months. I bet we will because... And didn't we just have this feud? We did. Yeah, we had five new, matches over match-ups. a crown. Five matches. Match-ups. Now we're all getting five more. I know. The, when we don't forget that Mansoor against Mustafa Ali was a rematch from Raw, and and I'm um, you know uh, Blood Money, but Raw, and the fact that what this show has no women's matches on it. I'm looking at my notes. I can't find one. And let's see how many total matches it had. We had, oh, Drew versus Sammy. That was new. Okay, that's one new match. Hit Row against Jobbers. I guess that counts. So that's two new matches. Then a rematch and then a rematch. So, oh boy, that's it. That's all there is. Yep. Two new matches and two rematches. Hot. But we're told this is a contenders match. Championship contenders match, which means... They've wrestled each other so much. I know. But you know what that means? If Corbin wins, he's they're wrestling again. So that's great. Uh, so both their guys are outside the ring doing stuff. I don't. He plays a guitar, and then Mad Captain, then Corbin gets a distraction type win. That was your main event wrestling. I don't because now all that's left is we're going to have a belt exchange. But yes. we're not really. We're going to because they've teased oh. it like, oh my gosh, we're probably going to set up that we're going to have. A match, and maybe they'll or, merge or, the two or a belts. problem or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Charlotte's yeah. out there. Becky's out <clears throat> there. They're like, "Give me the title. You give me the title." So Charlotte 
is going to give Becky the title and she drops it on the ground. Okay, let's talk about this. The title. So here's the story. Do you know this story yet or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. She, okay. I didn't know if you knew, but okay, here's the, here's the story. Because I had that when it happened that night, I got some details, but now I pretty much have the, the whole story. But yes, Charlotte was playing keep away with it. And the segment is supposed to be Becky's supposed to hold both. And be Becky two belts until Sonya says, not funny, give me one of those. And then she gives the belt back to Charlotte. Okay. So then they've switched. And then okay, Sasha's- first off, what first off, what a great oh, story. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible storytelling, funny. terrible, um, compelling television, just garbage. Okay. It's stupid. But that's what they chose to do. And that's what they were supposed to do. And then Sasha's supposed to come out and Becky's supposed to say, okay, I'll let you guys fight. I'm going back to Raw. That's supposed to be the segment. And then Sasha and Charlotte fights go off the air. Okay. That's what's supposed to happen. Here's what actually happens, though. Charlotte, instead, doesn't want to do the Becky Two Belt segment. And she said earlier in the day, a few hours earlier, I don't want to do this. This makes me look weak. And they said, no, it'll be fine. You're both even. You're trading titles. There's nothing weak about this. You're both heels. Don't worry about it. She said, grr, I still don't want to do it. So they go out there. And guess what? She purposely drops the title. Watch it again, if you don't believe me. She purposely dropped it. So right there, that breaks it. And here's the other proof that she she purposely dropped it or shouldn't have dropped it in the replay for West Coast Feed. That's not in there. They re-edited the segment. Oh my God, they really re-edited it. sure that. did. I didn't know that part. Oh, I watched it. Not the whole show again, but I watched that clip. Absolutely. They cut that title drop out. So Charlotte is a big baby, doesn't want to let Becky do her Becky Two Belts thing, takes the title behind her back, drops it on purpose and goes, oops, which tells me right there she's just being a jerk. But anyway, dropped it on purpose or accident, doesn't matter. She still dropped it, super disrespectful to that title and that lineage, which is, you know, that's the real women's title. You know, we had only like the Divas title and that other, I guess you could say women's title, but that has a bad lineage because of Moolah and things like that. But anyway, um, she drops it on the floor or on the mat, whatever you want to call it, on the canvas. Then she clumsily picks it up, gives it to Sonya, and now Becky's not going to play anymore. Instead of handing the title over to Sonya or to Charlotte, she chucks the title at Charlotte, the SmackDown title. Charlotte catches it perfectly fine and then drops it at, again, second disrespect. She had it. Then she just went, oops, and threw it on the ground. Okay, tell us what happens next and then I'll tell you what happened backstage. Okay, so they do do the title. Finally, the titles are changed around. Yeah. And then, oh, no, but out comes Sasha Banks. She says, I just recently lost, but for some reason, I need a title. Oh, my God. And then Becky does do the Becky thing. She says, oh, looks like you two have a fight, and I got to go to another show, and she just peace out. Yes. And then Sasha says, we need to feud, so I will punch you. And she punches her, and that makes a feud. Charlotte, and that makes a feud. And that's it. That's all you have to do. You can lose the your match. Show started, the show started out really great. It ended did. like kind of farty. It ended really bad. And I'll tell you what, um, Seth Rollins tries to do the same thing on Raw. Copy, paste, high five. But at least they changed things up. But anyway, so let me tell you what happened. So they go backstage. 
and uh, the segment's over. Now, Becky has a dark match next. She's supposed to wrestle whoever. I don't even didn't even look who it was. But she's backstage. Charlotte comes backstage. She's throwing a fit. Becky Lynch is throwing a fit. They're getting into this big argument. Becky goes out for her match. And they tell Charlotte backstage, you're going to have to leave. We don't want you guys fighting like this. This is, this is ridiculous. Charlotte throws another fit. They have to escort her out of the building because she would not listen. They kicked her out. And then, Where'd right after go? they kicked her out, Andrade, her boyfriend, tweeted, F you, WWE. I think he's the only one on her side. Charlotte is a complete miserable jerk. Okay, but didn't she go to the AEW show after that? Well, that's what... I don't know where that was compared to this. I don't see how that I could have happened. But, yeah. I don't see how there would have been time for that. But Still. And no, t- th- that... She, yeah, the AEW the next day, but that night, that Rampage was taped. Oh, I didn't mean she ran there. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she was at Rampage the next, or at Dynamite the next day. That's when she tweeted the, the pictures with, um, yes. or Instagram, the pictures with her with an AEW hat on. Because, you know, what she needs is more heat. So, that's great. But anyway, yeah, I, I don't know anyone that could be on Charlotte's just crybaby entitled side at this time. But if you are, I'd love to Andrade. know why. Because um, of Andrade? No, I said Andrade's on Oh, that's side. what I said. He's the only one that's no, on her he's... side. Yeah, but I'm saying if you're a fan, I don't see how you're supporting Charlotte in this. I just don't get it. <sighs> she's just just a she's just a brat. She's Ric Flair's daughter. What can no, I say? She doesn't, I don't. I We've always said she doesn't want to be here. She doesn't want to be doing this. I know this. that. So stop doing it. I know. And Ric Flair was like, he's protesting so much. And he was like, oh, she loves it there. She's never going to leave. And yes, if you wondered, yes, this adds another title run to her number. How is this? A I thing? don't know. It, it did the same thing for the, the Street Profits of New Day when they did it. So... It's a new title, so it counts as the whatever 13th, whatever she's on. I don't even know because they took some back and I don't really care. But yeah, so that's the story with Charlotte. I I don't want to say that I saw this coming, but I did. Not this exact situation, but um, and it's obvious. How do you how do you do anything to punish her? If you punish her too much, she quits. If she quits, then she goes to another company and whines and whines and Andrade helps her get into AEW. I don't know what happens. There's a lot of people what? at, there's some people in AEW that do not like her at all and had really bad experiences with her. Like Brandy Rhodes, for example. Um, so there are people, but not Tony, you know, Tony Khan, that's his decision. If he would want to hire her, I don't want her in AEW. Do you? Oh, oh no. I mean, I, I want her to be perfectly happy. Not in wrestling. Just not where, what I'm watching. And yeah, or that's just, just not it. in wrestling. Do your thing. Whatever you want to do. Forklift driver? I, Needlepoint? What's no, she gonna do? No, not forklift driver. I don't want I don't want to be working with me either. Okay. Anyway. But she's tall. She's very long. Um <laughs> so yeah, that was the I just had to tell you that whole fun story there. Um and let's see here. 
Um, <clears throat> oh my God, this one predicted what happened on Raw, so I'm not going to read that what? one. I'll save. Yeah, I'll save that. Oh my God. Well, it was an easy prediction though, but still, it still happened. Um, I'm going to read this one. This one's about the G1. And um, good afternoon. The G1 Climax was this was great this year, despite COVID causing conundrums with conveyance. Conveyance. Whoa. I can't speak. Alliteration. Is he trying to do that thing like Andrew AKA did to you last week with the... Good. You do it to you, not me. Excuse me, verbose email. It's I'm three o'clock in the morning here. Um, I'm writing to ask about New Japan's world title situation. I fell off of New Japan for a few months. When I came back, there were multiple champions, and right after I remember them merging the Intercontinental and World Title, could you, could either of you give a reset on what the World Title situation is in New Japan? Thanks for your great I coverage, uh, Matthew R. King. Well, Larry can't, but I can. Um, and we really should have read this on the other show, but I know he also subscribes, so I could read it here too. But the bottom line is, they had one. They had one title, which was the IWGP Heavyweight Title, and then. Was it Naito first? I don't remember who it was first. Was it Switchblade first? I can remember. Naito ended up with both that and the Intercontinental title. So the story was, well, the same guy has both titles. It's not like he's having two separate matches ever like to defend them. He's always defending them as a cluster. So the titles get bounced around a little bit. I think he lost them to Evil or whatever, and they want him back. But the bottom line is, Kota Ibushi decides... I want to be God of the universe and dethrone actual God and be the God. So to do that, I must combine the Intercontinental and World Championships. I'm sorry, Intercontinental and Heavyweight Championships to become the new IWGP World title, which didn't exist. So they did. And then ever since then, it's been like a cursed title. Because I want to say Kota Ibushi had to give it up because he got injured. Then Will Ospreay won it, and he had to give it up because he got injured. And then Ospreay had these other two things. He had um, respiration pneumonia that could have killed him, and then, but not COVID though. And then he had um, he he dislocated his shoulder and lost the G one. Um, but you might be the thing is you might be asking, well, then what is why does Will Ospreay still have a title? Well, because a few months ago, Will Ospreay came to America and he still had his physical title of the world title. The uh, It's not a replica. It's his version of it or whatever. But he's claiming that since he never lost it and he was injured, that he's the real world champion. So now we have <laughs> Shingo Takagi in Japan with the world title. And then in America, we have Will Ospreay with the world title. Make things even more complicated... Now Okada, who has won the G1 because he didn't win it by pinning Ibushi or making him submit, he usually, okay, when you win the G1, you usually get a briefcase and then you cash that in at Wrestle Kingdom for the main event. That's how you do it. There's a contract in there. But you have to defend that at least once before Wrestle Kingdom. And it's only changed hands ever one time. And that was, I think, last year or the year before. Um, So is this too complicated, Larry? No, no, keep going. Okay. I'm following. So, to make things even more complicated, Okada said, no, you know what? Instead of a briefcase, 
I'm going to take the IWGP heavyweight title that existed that no one talks about because it's gone. And I want to represent the, the, the shot with that title. So now it's like there's three world champions. <laughs> it's really confusing. And it's actually pretty unnecessary. The Will Ospreay thing is kind of funny because it's the which guy has the real title story. And I guess hopefully they'll wrap that up by or right after Wrestle Kingdom. So that's a neat story. But now this new wrinkle with Okada makes me think that Wrestle Kingdom is three days this year, which or beginning of January, which it's never been before. It was always one day and then they moved it to two. They want to do three shows this year. So... Two at the Tokyo Dome and one somewhere else a few days later. So there's going to be a lot of matches and a lot of match combinations. So if there's something that are going to merge all these things together, I mean, I could see it now. But um, yes, I hopefully that answered your question. So that's it. Good coverage. Very thorough. Thanks. Well, yeah, it's it's all I've been doing for the last month. So. <laughs> It's that G1 has taken over my life, and that's why I'm up at 3 o'clock in the morning doing the show. Okay, so next we're going to do, um, oh yeah, this is Rampage, baby. Yeah, it's out of order. This is Rampage, baby. It's Rampage taped from Miami. It's Excalibur, Taz, Ricky Starks, and Jericho on commentary. Tonight it's going to be Pac versus Andrade Part 2 with everyone wow. barred from ringside. Yes. I couldn't be more excited about that match. I know, I know. The that last one was so good. The match was one of my yes. favorite matches it was, of the year, and I'm not kidding. It was really good. Um, I think the only matches I saw that were better than that were in Japan, probably. So, yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe like one or two on AEW as well. But um, the, also tonight, Britt Baker against Anna Jay of the Dark Order. And right now, we start the AEW title eliminator tournament, where the winner is going to get uh, the winner's going to the final match will be at full gear. So at full gear, it's Kenny Omega against Hangman Page, and the winner of that will face the winner of this tournament in the future sometime. So, and but, believe me, it is hard to get their graphics are too quick. The explanations, you, if you try to find on, on AEW, they don't have the brackets up right. It's hard to get. The, I had to like screen capture and look at the. Brackets. I see. Got it. Well, we said the brackets last week, so we don't need to see Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying they aren't really yeah. pumping the brackets very well. Right. Well, and also they're very Plus predictable. they have two tournaments going at the same time. Yes, which is complicated, but at least it's one's men's and one's women, so that's not that complicated. But um, this match is Orange Cassidy against Powerhouse Hobbs with The Hook. Um, they remind us that a year ago, this match already happened and Cassidy won in seconds. And Taz says, that's not going to happen this time. We watched tapes of it 600 mm-hmm. times. So, and Hook is outside, but you know, that's yes. gonna make all the difference. Exactly. Of course he would. Matt Hardy's in the crowd watching this match for some reason, but Jericho keeps seeing him and then finally goes, Oh, he's in the crowd. He didn't understand where he is because all this weird, when they do the, the Rampage second thing and then throw it on days later, um, pre, you know, pre edited and, and all post and all that, the commentators aren't sitting there live. So Jericho can't physically look. So he can't tell where Matt Hardy is. He's very confused. So anyway, that explains that to people. Um, Hobbs won't listen to the ref and Taz is confused. He's like, I don't understand why the ref's bothering him. That's, a, I guess, a heel thing that you could say, but it sounds like Taz is dumb. And then Hobbs lifts the ref up and moves him physically. Orange Cassidy sneaks up and while Hook is on the apron and rolls Hobbs up to get the win. 
So Cassidy advances in the tournament. No, no, I don't think anybody thought it was going to be Hobbs. So that's okay. Yeah. And Taz tries to throw a fit. And he's like, hey, but the... And this is edited. So they just cut from him to a a later post-produced Excalibur throwing to the bracket and saying what the matches are going to be. So Taz never gets to complain about this match. So. Yeah, I didn't... This was not a real normal Orange Cassidy match. I don't know why. No, not but. not. It wasn't an Orange Cassidy match at all. Yeah, it whatever. was a short powerhouse Hobbs match. So <laughs> Tony's in the ring. That's Tony Schiavone and Lucha Bros come out for an interview. But no, it's just Penta and Alex Abrahantes. Uh, Phoenix apparently took a brainbuster days ago, but is dead now. Even though that's the same night. It's confusing. But anyway. They look in the crowd and the fake Super Ranas are there. It's clearly not FTR in the frog suits. They're just <laughs> yes, these two. It, if it fooled him, he's. They're idiots because these are two short little kids or something in masks. But um, it's just some jobbers. And then the real FTR and Tully attack. And Alex actually has to bump for this part. Um, but Pac comes out for the save. So that's going to be something. That's right. I forgot. He would, I forgot about Death Triangle. Did you? <laughs> Well, they yeah, never say it. They separated them for, I would say, two months. Well, yeah, <clears throat> it's just weird because then you remember, oh yeah, aren't they a team? Where the freak are those six-man titles? Were they supposed to have trios right. titles they, by we, now? We were kind of teased about. Yeah, yeah they, but the pandemic happened, and then they took it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, grudge match time. They call it. Uh, it's Anna J against Britt Baker, unfortunately with Rebel and Jamie Hayter, so there's no way the NJ could win this match. Um, and it's a decent match, but listen, two things. One, Britt is amazing. She's Mr. Roper the entire match. She looks into that <laughs> camera all the time and mugs it. It's so funny. But she is one of the best talkers in wrestling. She's really, really gotten so good. But Hey, and listen, we used to complain about her all the time. All the you know time. Because she was bad. She was horrible. She's, she's and now she's, I wouldn't say horrible, she was no good. And now, oh, that sounds worse. Um, but she's awesome now. But I'll tell you, the problem in this match, Anna J needs so much work. Yeah. She's not ready for this at all. Um, we get a Queen Slayer by Anna J, which which is just like basically, what is it, a sleeper? It feels like it's forever. It's like Yoshihashi's butterfly lock. Like you lock it on and it doesn't do much. And like three minutes have gone by and you're like... I better try something else and you let go of the move because it's not working. So that's not good. Um, Lockjaw gets the instant tap out. So Britt Baker wins, of course. And then more Lockjaw, but Ty Conti comes out for the save. And she holds up the title. And I wrote, so I guess that's at full gear. And they announce on Dynamite that it is. So yeah. there you go. She needs, Britt needs somebody to wrestle right yeah, now. Yeah, Ty Conti's fine. She's gotten so much better too. So. She... Two. I don't know who you're saying two, but oh, I'm saying Brit, her yeah. and Britt. Yeah, not Anna J. Anna J is very better green. by giant leaps and giant yes. bounds. But Ty Conti, yeah. No, Ty Conti learned how to wrestle. I'm not saying she's perfect <laughs> by any means, but she did learn how to wrestle. There's people here that still don't know how. So, yeah. Um, they show the bracket for the TBS tournament, and Thunder Rosa, Jade. Cargill, Nyla Rose, and Chris Statlander all get buys to the second round because because of their standings. 
because the number one contender yes, so they're rated higher. Well, they're they're number two, three, four, and five, and number one is Ty Conti. So she, which I don't know where she won her matches, but it must have been dark. Um, but some of the matchups <laughs> seem weird because <clears throat> face and heel match, but that's what they're going to do because later on we get a, you know this week we find out it's going to be. What Statlander and Ruby Soho are going to be? I'll say them all right now. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. But yes, that is what it ends up being. Spoilers from Dynamite. But um, listen, really, they get buys. You couldn't make this a really long tournament that lasts until January and includes more women. Well, why, why did you not do that? that? Well, here's the thing. Was my question is we got to go till January. Yeah. It's not even November yet. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I guess we're getting the title before January and they're moving on January, which just, you, yeah, I don't know. You I don't understand. Like you, you would made... want to have the championship match on the first night, right? I know that. That's what I would think. That's, <sighs> yeah, well, they, when you get down to two people, they could just save it till then. You could end it like in just beginning of December and then just, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. Um, but I don't think they will. Um, so, the first round matches, I'll tell you what the bracket is right now. It's Anna Jay against Jamie Hayter, somehow conveniently, even though they just started fighting right here. Um, Bunny against Red Velvet. Good God. Uh, Serena Deeb against Sheeta in the rematch for the 50th win thing again. And Penelope Ford against Ruby Soho. So, Larry, you were absolutely right. Sky Blue isn't even in the tournament. <laughs> but, sure. now listen, but... Shouldn't she, she be? Hilarious. Shouldn't she be? Shouldn't like this this bracket? Be oh, you twice? have you could have four more people in this tournament. I'm yes. saying you can make this bracket twice the size and have. There's no yeah. You have dynamite rampage, and if you have to, you have dark elevation. You can you can make a giant tournament, and people would actually tune in online to see the other matches. You might not, but people would. So. And that's you that. have time. A lot of times you can't do that because, but we have until January. Yeah. And you you might think that's a long time. It's not. Like, it's November next week. So. I, I know. That's shocking. Eight weeks of TV. I know. I know. Okay. Tony Schiavone's backstage. He's in the Mark Henry role. They didn't say why, but Mark Henry's not there tonight. Split yeah, screen. Yeah, he even quotes Mark Henry because he's he does. I, his spot. Because Mark Henry's so good at this. Um, mm-hmm. Andrade's on one side. Pax on the other side. Andrade says he's going to win the match again like he did the first time. And he says... Remember, I have friends around the world. Hmm. What does that mean? Pac is mad and says, the last time, Andrade, you had tasers and iPads and all these people helping you, and you have none of that this time. And Tony says, all right, enough talking. As Mark Henry would say, it's time for the main event. He did a pretty good job. Yes. So, good job, Tony. I'm glad that they recognize Mark Henry is good right here. Yes. I'm definitely going to keep him, I'm sure. Me too. Andrade against Pac. Part two is your main event. It's another awesome match from these guys. Um, Pac, seriously, like, Pac brings out the best in Andrade. Because Andrade, he's a guy like, in, in New Japan, if you know the story, you know, like, if you're wrestling Tai Chi, he might be lazy in the match. Unless you're not lazy, unless you pick up your game, then he does the same thing. And that's what Andrade is to me. He's a guy where it's like, he can have an, he has a good match, but then he goes against somebody like Kenny Omega and has an awesome match. He goes against Pac and has an awesome match. So Andrade, unfortunately, is that kind of guy. Um, but oh my God, and the cat's trying to get in this room and the door's closed. <laughs> um, but this match is even better than their first one. This match yeah, is it's... awesome. 
They These are two just, wrestle yeah. so well together. So they're well. just killing each other and countering everything. And the crowd is cheering for both guys. And I love that. But a, And then Pac does a super brain buster, which you almost oh never see, which is so cool. They did it. It was safe. It was awesome. Hammerlock oh, DDT. Oh, yeah, but you no. can still see why you can tell why you never see it because it's oh incredibly dangerous. But um, Andretti tries for his Hammerlock DDT finisher, but no, a roll up and Pac wins the match. So that was a just watch that match. It was awesome. The lights go out. Malachi Black teleports in. What is this about? He does the miss to the face of Pac. And I guess that's friends all over the world. One of them's right here. Black decides to grab a chair, but Arn Anderson comes out and he has, he's doing the Glock finger thing. Like, <laughs> look at my finger. It's a Glock. And Cody jumps into the ring out of nowhere and attacks Andrade and Black. Cody grabs the chair, but Malachi retreats. It was a great dynamite. Well, I wouldn't say the whole thing was maybe, a, you know, the women's match was okay. Um, but it's only an hour. So that's the thing. One match it was a great, great that it was a great hour. Of, great. Exactly. Great hour of wrestling. Great hour of television. Um, but remember, oh, that's right. You didn't see it. The, the Tony sheet said for full gear, it was Cody versus either Andrade or Malachi or Miro, I think it said. And I guess maybe now we're getting Cody and Pac against Andrade and Black. Is that a thing? It seems like it. But I, it could I be. Really, I didn't mind the ending, but I did not need Cody and Aleister Black in this. No, but this was a teaser for Dynamite. But yeah, I think the crowd doesn't want this. And clearly when we see Dynamite, they, oh my God, they don't. But no. um, yeah, but good show. And let me see if I have any emails on the, the uh, Rampage here. Um, no, I have Dynamite. I have a New Era one for Raw. No. So none for none for Rampage. I just can't believe how some of my favorite matches in AEW, people that WWE just did not did not work. That match was two people that didn't work in WWE for me at all. Yeah. And I think the entire time you watched Pack in WWE, you were thinking, what a great wrestler. I wish he was bigger. I wish I he was bigger think- or in a better position. I never even think of his size in AEW, ever. Nope. I never think, oh, if Pac was bigger. I, he doesn't know. He's fantastic the way he is. Yep. You can do that in wrestling, but guess what? They don't WWE. So. I know. It makes me sad. But now we have Dynamite because that happened the very next night. Yeah. So kind of in the same, keeping in the same universe here. And I have to use this long cord to walk all the way across the room to open the door so the cat can come in. <laughs> so, you keep talking. Stop. I can hear you. So it's it's dynamite here. Why do I have the buy-in live? Have I opened the wrong notes? What was the first match? Well, I'm across the room. The first ah. match. <laughs> the first oh, match. Oh, okay. I never. I did. I opened my pay-per-view notes from. Somewhere. Oh, okay. Yes, I was going to say. Okay. Uh, according to my notes, the first match is the Brian and Dustin yeah. match. Meow. Yeah, so oh, the, did you hear that? Yeah. Just talking. From the Ryan Lewis Center in Orlando, Florida. Jim that. Ross, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone. No CM Punk. Yeah. Not on commentary and not wrestling tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. good because I don't want this to be we're relying on CM Punk. I know. I agree. Uh, okay. The uh, 
world title, another first contender when we haven't burned the other contender. Listen, AEW does it all the time. We're just going to have to get used to We're always building the number well, one contender when we have a number I know, one contender. But once they explained that the title match and the final of this tournament are both at full gear, then it's fine. It is fine, but you just kind of have to keep your mind on that. Yeah. But world title eliminator tournament. First round, Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson. Larry. Now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I saw this matchup and I'm like, eh? And then Dustin <laughs> came out and I saw Dustin's face and I'm yes. like, eh? Uh-huh. But after this match, this was a really good just wrestling This was match. so freaking good. I... Listen, Dustin Rhodes may never win a world title, but the fact that he's wrapping up his career as good as he kind of started it. Remember when he came out years ago and was, oh, it's Dusty's kid. And he's yes. he's big and he's good and he's kind of base wrestling good. And he kind of took a break there and got chubby. And then then he got back and, and he looks great. I have. He was in the ring with Daniel Bryanson, and he looked like he belonged there without a doubt. It was just so good. Yeah. But in a good wrestling match, not like in a high spot thing or anything. No, it didn't just, need to be. It was just awesome. Everything they did was great. Yes. And, and, and Dustin looked plausible. Of course, I know Daniel Bryanson has the Right, but there were a few times where you were yeah. like, oh my God, he could, okay, he could, okay. You knew he wouldn't, but you thought he could. For a second, for a split second. And Brian Danielson doesn't do a clean rope break a couple of times, so that's cool. No, yes. Just keep me guessing with him. Yep. Tony Nese is in the crowd. Look at that. Yeah. Why do they call him a world-class competitor or something? Was He's, his, his little oh my God, there. I can't remember. Oh, what is it? Yeah, he has a thing that he's still going by. He's the, I'll look it up. So a guillotine and, of course, Daniel Bryanson. The guillotines? Guillotines. Uh-huh. In the back, Kenny Omega, Adam Page, and the Young Bucks, they've heard the news about some match with the Dark Order, which I don't know the news, so that was not done correctly because isn't the news later? I don't know. I don't know, but the, he's the he's known as the premier athlete, the hottest yes, free agent. Premier it. athlete was what he used to go by uh, in the cruiserweight division, so he's still using that. Yes. Omega tells us that he knows that Cowboy Adam Page is really insecure, and he's not a cowboy, he's a coward. But he says the crowd's not going to be chanting cowboy poop, they're going to be chanting, and it should be poop cowboy. Wouldn't that make more sense? He says they're going to say coward poop. No one's going to chant that. I understand for cadence that would make more sense, but because no one's saying it, wouldn't poop cowboy be better? Never mind. FTR. That's just talks. a nitpick. It's fine. FTR has the AAA titles. Now they want the AEW t- tag titles. And Penta Elizero is angry that FTR hurt Phoenix and revenge is coming soon. Okay. Tony is in the ring with Sting before Sting can talk about Darby being hurt. MJF comes out on the ramp. He talks about Florida and makes a drug reference about Sting and says, Sting, you're a bad person. Yeah, what All- the... All your friends end up in wheelchairs like Lex or Luger. Friends are in wheelchairs and you do the cocaine, he said. Mm-hmm. What the? Sting beats up MJF, but then the pinnacle, which is just Sean Spears and Wardlow this time, come out. Sting gets chaired up. MJF talks to Darby over Sting's beaten up body and says, this is going to be you. Didn't you think okay. 
Didn't you think CM Punk would come out for the save and that's how we get to Punk and Wardlow, but it didn't happen? No, we'll see what happens. In the back, Tony's with Britt Baker and Ty Conte gets a title shot. Britt says, I'm going to beat you. Because yeah, you like to show wow. your butt. The hot, hot rod or whatever's outside your house. So Muscle TBS car. title tournament for the ladies. First round, Penelope Ford versus Ruby Soho. Okay. You've covered how, you know, the top rated people get a buy. Yes. Match, match, match. Bunny comes down. Can we say match, match? Why did, why, when is, why can no one discuss, have a real life discussion about Ruby I messing up all her moves? Are. I think people are. She does a phantom knee that doesn't connect to anything. She, she does the, remember the bad news Brown? Whoa. When he had to align himself and like, like twist and roll into the ropes with an Irish whip. She did that in the corner and it looked like the most comedic, stupid thing. And it's like, this is basic stuff. I don't like, I think no one will talk about it. You can't, if you said this on Twitter, if you even hinted that maybe Ruby needs a little bit of work, even a little. People would bury you. I'm telling you right now, you're not allowed because she has know, a good look and notes. everything. And she's she's no one's allowed to say besides us. No one is saying that there's something off here. It's in my notes and we said it every week. And the match kind of points it out. She needs a roll up to be yeah. Penelope Ford. Once again, I, didn't we just say we have an established finisher for her and she does another roll up? And my review was, uh I didn't like that so, match at all. No. So Ruby's going to get beat up two on one, but Red Velvet comes out for the save and the and, heels run away. Which is funny because didn't I say that Ruby has no friends, but Red Velvet or come save her. And then that didn't happen. And that was like three weeks ago. And now she did. That's weird. <sighs> Sounds like all those people are not going to be in the tournament and have a tag match. <clears throat> yeah. MJF says he sent a message tonight. Then Wardlow comes in and says, hey, what was the whole idea of shoving me into Sting? And he says, MJF says, no, I think you're great, but you need an accountability buddy or accountability buddy. Yeah. And that's going to be Sean Spears. But MJF came across as like, I know he's the worst, but he comes across here like, why would you, even if you're a heel, why would you be his friend? This is like, he's so mean. Mm. Bobby Fish versus Anthony Green. God, Anthony Green just keeps popping up. He does, but he's, but he's really good. Two minutes. Uh, Fish wins with a kick. His what do they call that? The last rites, or I don't they know. call it last rites because he does the 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 thing. I don't know if it's Catholic or Christian or whatever on his body when you say the Father Ghost and the I think most, the Catholic do that superstitious do thing. Someone else's body. Yes, and then when. Oh, Underage. wow. Uh, Fish beats up Green but, after the match. Hold on, I wasn't done. Oh, okay. I was going to say, but man, that kick didn't even connect. That kick was terrible. No. Fish beats up Green after the match, <gasps> and CM Punk runs out without music, which I liked. Yes, me too. And makes the save, and then, then they hit his music in the crowd. So, okay. I like this because it's anything. And also, yes. Bobby Fish is a better heel, so this makes sense. He's a well-defined heel. So yeah. Now he is, especially. Yep. Tony's in the back with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Leo badmouths Matt Seidel. Mm. and says, next week I got us a tag match against the Seidel brothers. Oh, no. But Dante's like, Dante's like, but Leo, the Seidel brothers are oh, good I wrestlers. I feel so bad because he's such a great wrestler. He cannot talk like at all. 
Oh, if you wonder what Leo Rush is doing there, just listen to him. I know. Leo Rush is like a pro. And then we have no. Dante Martin is like, listen, he, I got he, he, he goes, in front of the no. class and did a speech today. I, ha- I have to go. He says, no. <laughs> Matt Seidel is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Oh, I feel so bad. Oh, I like him. But man. World- Get this kid into promo class stat. Seriously. World title eliminator tournament, first round. Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. Oh, this is going to be a match. Oh, no. Eddie attacks before the this bell. Is, this, this, is the, this is the Kota Ibushi moment of the night. Yes. It is weird how the crowd just likes everybody. The crowd loves Eddie. You would think they would, you know, of course it's Lance Archer, but still, no. crowd loves Eddie. Yep. Archer beats up a fan, throws throws the fan into Eddie. It's just, it, this match would have been great. I really was enjoying it. Then a mm. moonsault by Archer, and uh. he doesn't just hit his head. He no. lands on his head. Uh. It's almost straight up and down. He landed on his head, and they replayed it like three times, and the doctors have to check on him, and they're like, nope. You better either, we're either calling it or you can finish the match. And he's like, I want to wrestle. And they're like, you got to finish this. So they just did a roll-up. So Eddie wins with a roll-up to get the match over. But oh. whatever. It was it was headed to be a really good match. Both guys, I don't know who was going to win or what was going to happen, but it was a really good match. Well, the Ve- the Vegas odds, which usually are somebody asks TK, um, were that um, Lance Archer was winning. So That's what I figured. <clears throat> yeah. But they went the other way with it, and that's a thing. <clears throat> but then what happens next? Well, they show Tony Nese in the crowd. Right, which seemed weird. Yeah, and but then now, we come back. Why yeah. Something happened. No, I'm just saying. Then we come back, right? Yeah, come back. It's Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page with that Dan, Dan so, Lambert. So, listen. So, th- what this is, as you can see, as you can plainly see, this is called, oh my God, Ethan, we're giving you a live mic. Go out there and vamp. He didn't have a clue what to say for like, he had to talk for like two or three minutes yep. before. Mm-hmm. Now this segment is supposed to happen, I assume, but not this part of it. So this is all the stuff that either would have happened during the break or this is the stuff that just wasn't on booked at all because he just doesn't know what to say. He just says stuff. I mean, he's not bad, but he's clearly oh, just no. filling time. Hey, I would rather hear him talk than Dan Lambert some more. Me too. Even though, again, I'll say it. I can't stand the Dan Lambert stuff, but he's really good at it. And that really makes me uh, conflicted. So, so yeah, Paige talks, talks, talks. Chris Jericho's on a cruise, which I've heard did not go very well. Did you? Uh, uh, Yeah. I haven't heard anything about it. I saw like two pictures from it. That's it. Number one, they're not going to do the AEW. Remember, they promised a long yeah, time Yeah, they said ago, they were going to dock and do a do a show. <clears throat> not going to happen. And Ooh. secondly, almost eight hours waiting to get on the ship. Well, that's bad. The fact that the two pictures I saw, not one person was wearing a mask is bad. Um, everybody's that much close quarters. So even if somebody is vaccinated, they could be carrying COVID. And now everyone will have it. Plus... You're on a cruise, which could mean food poisoning. I know that's not a, that's not an urban myth, but it's not it's a it's a generalization about cruises, and they didn't have that problem last time. But just there's too many things that could go wrong. That this seems like this was a really bad idea. But hey, whatever. I'm sure everybody's having fun there until they all get COVID. So 
So Sammy Guevara comes out and he says, just just tell us you were supposed to tell us the stipulations for all this crap. And they're stupid, confusing. Tell me that's yeah. Tell me that this makes any. I don't even understand it. And then there's more things added on top of more things. I don't understand so, this. The inner circle wants to beat up Team America, even though you don't even know who that is or what. Correct. But they want to fight. So he says, if you want to fight Team America, then you have to put Sammy's TNA title up against. No, not TNA. Oh, uh, TBS. TNC. No, not TBS. Uh, USA. No. I, Intercontinental. No. The SmackDown's women. No. Uh, he is the Dynamite champion. Close enough. TNT. Why is that TNT, so hard? Yes. Yes. Drinking. Uh, <laughs> he has to put his TNT title up against Ethan Page. And if he loses, he loses the title. And if he loses, he has to leave the inner circle forever. What? Okay, so okay. let's uh, real quick. Let's recap because that's not even all. There's more. No, but, we're, there's more to come. But let's recap. So we're only we are going to do the match of full gear. That's five on five. But only if Sammy puts up the title. But if Sammy loses the title, he has to quit the inner circle. But then they'll still have the five on five match. But then there's even more. Yeah. So so Sammy says. But if I win, I get to pick which members of your team you yeah. wrestle. Which us, ones? Which he's going to pick. Even know how he's going to pick Paige Van Zant, isn't he? I don't know. You know he is. You know there's a match between Sammy and Paige Van Zant. You know that's going to be real. But wow, yeah, he's like under one condition. You've already said like five conditions. Yeah, this is this is too complex. So Scorpio Sky comes out and he says, I want to fight you, Sammy. And then, but all, then all the inner circle come out and chase the heels off. I okay. Moxley in the back and he talks and he says, he's just thinking about his daughter and he doesn't care about this tournament or championships. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's, let's not just breeze over this. Yeah. He said, my daughter grabbed my broken pinky finger and not then now I realize that's all I care about in my life is my daughter. I would do anything oh, I for her. Oh, broken pinky finger. No. And that's the only thing that's important to me. I don't care about this tournament and I do not care about that world title. The world title, nothing. Ooh, that's... Listen, I, I get that every character is to be different. Should there be a character that doesn't care about the title? <sighs> if he's some kind of psychopath that just is out to... Well, that's Moxley. People, but that's yeah, a, 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 a nice guy at home and a psychopath in the ring. That's a fine character, but it's just I never <laughs> want to hear a, a person say they don't care about the title. Until we find out he's not a nice guy at home. Well, he will. He likes to drink. So, well, he uh, does, but that doesn't mean he, he beats his wife or anything. It just means he drinks. We don't know what he uh, does. I know he drinks. Uh, that's all we know. <laughs> Remember when he was drunk on the red carp? That was the best. Welcome oh, back. God, well, welcome back, Red Carp. Remember that? Oh. Uh, so yeah, we come back. Dark Order. They're doing the thing where they talk to themselves and each other. And then Cowboy Adam Page comes in. He says, I apologize that I haven't hung around with you guys lately. Let's go beat up the elite. And they're like, okay. Dark Order. I like them. Something needs to happen. Hopefully it will. We know what we all want to happen, but something needs to happen. I think we're just biding our too, time here. I think it will. They're a little too, like, he he he! We don't mind if we lose every match. We're the Dark Order. Johnny Hungy, Hungy, yeah, Hungy. I know. Jungle Boy all alone versus Dante. Mar- <laughs> no, it 
Dante Martin? Brandon Cutler already in the ring. Why does it say Dante Martin? I don't know, because you, you wrote it. I don't know. Uh, oh, jo- uh, Jungle Boy over in no time, of course. Yeah. Then Jungle, Jungle Boy takes the mic, because we're giving Jungle Boy the mic now. We're, he's, we're gonna... that, and that's, okay, you have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's not terrible. But it's the only he way he's going to get better, right? Yeah. Call, calls out the leap. And they won't come out, so that snare trap finisher to to Cutler and Cutler's help me, help me. <laughs> Ab Cole comes out, and then he's he's like, "Let's fight!" And but no, the young bucks attack from behind, and Jungle Boy goes through a table. So good, yeah. Adam Cole, Jungle Boy, good <clears throat> match. Yeah. Miro does a promo. He's still angry at God. He's God's forsaken champion, <laughs> and he's gonna get people bloody. But the blood's on God's hands now because it's uh, all your fault. I like that. Mm-hmm. Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes, your main event, and I guess the blow off to the feud. I don't well, know. this is part three, which is the tiebreaker. No, it's not because Black won the first two. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. I have in my notes. Malachi won the first two. Yeah. So. Match, match, match. I don't. I, I don't know why Arnett didn't bring his gun to ringside, but he didn't. Hmm. Then Brock Anderson and. Lee Shoddy Johnson. <laughs> Why did they come down? Did they ever? Do I don't anything? know. They just came out, and I'm not sure what was supposed to happen. Hmm. Cody does a crossroads through the table, but it just looks like Cody just fell through the table and hurt himself. Yeah, it wasn't so good. Everybody bleeds. We got bleeds. Our arm comes in the ring, and they can't get the Glock. The crowd. Oh, Yikes! So they're matching, matching, matching. Then. Andrade comes out. Oh, so maybe this is what's going okay. on. Okay. Andrade's going to help him. Aaron gets a spine buster on. Is it Jose, Andrade's guy? Um. Yes. Okay. God, uh-huh. I hope so because that was such a. No, it really hysterical. is. It's Jose. I know, but if I'd written. I know, Jose, you just said it was so Jose. Uh, Mist to Aaron's <clears throat> face from black. Ooh. And it, and get, it hits him on the forehead, and which is very big target. And then Excalibur's <laughs> like right in the eyes. Pack attacks and Andrade them. They fight around, so that's good. Crossroads, the crowd is booing every time Cody gets a because offense they, on. If it's not just the offense, it's that when they think Cody's about to win, they're very mad. And I agree with them. No, I know that. I know it's not uh kick, but oh, Cody goes on the ropes. So it would have been a, it would have been over. Then a crossroads and a driver, and Cody wins. I don't. Whoa. Get this. He used Alistair the Tiger Black's Driver as a really finisher. Over. Which, we have to talk about this. He used the Tiger Driver's finisher, which he's changing things up, which is interesting for Cody. But did you notice that Dan- they mentioned that when Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson won with the guillotine choke, they they mentioned on commentary, this guy has won every single match a different way. We got a heel hook. We got the the, the, the knee and the we, we get all the different ways here. Okay. I just think that's weird, don't you? That they mention it or that they do it? That they do it. It's cool. When when do you ever no, see okay. that? No, okay. I thought you I thought you were weird bad. I'm, no, I'm no, saying I'm, that's like just that's a good that's a good character trait. Unlike saying I don't may, yeah, I think the world think title is garbage. Knows how to wrestle, maybe, yes. But yeah. But I don't listen. I really like AEW. I really appreciate everything. I'm big Cody, big Stardust fan, all this stuff. The Cody stuff is some of the weaker stuff. It's not in, working. That's the problem. But the thing is, it started to work because Alistair Black was getting over. Yes. 
so let's make a star, even though Cody's may not be. I know, but good. Alistair Black isn't going to go undefeated. This is fine for him to lose once. It's just the question of where does this story go? Because the crowd doesn't want Cody to be the one doing this, even though this is supposed to be a darker Cody that Arn Anderson had to manufacture by it smacking him around and all work. that and going to his house and burning his stuff mm. but and, and, and carjacking him or whatever. But I, I get it, but we need more than this. And it's funny because parallel to this, um, on Roads to the Top, which, by the way, they're done with that show for this season. They, they've already aired all. There's only like four episodes or something. Only four episodes. episodes? I don't know. There wasn't, wasn't many. Okay. I don't know. But it's over now. But yeah, the the latest episode, they were talking about this, about how, wow, I'm not going to turn heel, but this crowd uh, is uh, hates me. So that's the story on there. And that's from months ago. So... Yep. Just Alistair Black could be big. Don't don't There's no saying he still can't be. No, I, I'm not saying this ruined him, but yeah, let's let's buy into what we got. The crowd wants to like a bad Undertaker type character. Why not? I know. And he's really talented. It's not just oh, he yeah, has he the gimmick. Run. He backs everything up. He's really, really good. So no problem with that. But let me read this email about um, this uh, something um, from AW Ian. I think you should read it. Oh, uh, dear smart wrestling friends. I've heard people say that the stories in AW are bleeding into each other too much. But this couldn't be further from the truth. (laughs) It's really easy to understand the alignments and associations of everybody in AW. I agree. Yeah, mostly. For example, the Sting versus MJF feud. This is a simple tale of MJF attacking Sting in order to get Darby out of his attention. MJF was backed in the segment by Sean Spears, who is now accountability buddies. You did it. Wardlow in a, did I get it right? Yeah. In the pinnacle. And took part in mask beating of Darby Allen along with FTR. Yeah. FTR are now a AAA champions, having won the titles from Lucha Brothers, out of a favor to, for Andrade, who is feuding with the Lucha Brothers to get <laughs> to Pack, their fellow Death Triangle member. Yeah. Following the pin in the Pack versus Andrade match in Rampage, Pack was attacked by Malister Black, who is apparently... Malister, you said! Malister Black. Malister Black. <laughs> Malachi then chased away by Cody Rhodes to for their match with Dynamite. This match would advance to the crucial storyline of Aaron Nearson burning Cody's suit in a barrel on his lawn. Malachi also recently attacked and left his mark on Dante Martin, leaving him in a vulnerable state when he was taken advantage of by Leah Rush, who was trying to turn Dante Martin to, against his friend Matt Seidel for reasons that may or may not have to do with Bitcoin. <laughs> That part's funny. Tony Nese is watching. All this happened from ringside. That's the MJF Sting story. Simple, linear storytelling. <laughs> Thanks, my wrestling friends. And read the, read the title of the email. Oh, uh, AW Dynamite, the Cody versus leaking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's everything you said. This is very accurate and funny. So. But it's still, I, I have no problem with any of it. Oh, there's no problem with it. It's just weird. How it yeah. does that? <laughs> there is a there is an internet theory though going around where everybody that Malachi spits mist on like is turns a shade of evil. That's all. Oh, now if it's, if they aren't doing that, you have to now. Well, I mean, yeah, it's something like that. I'll say that. 
There's definitely some, there's, I wouldn't say it's true, but I wouldn't say there's nothing to it. How about that? Or remember when we wanted uh, Bray Wyatt? Everybody yes, did. because they did that. Everybody he came in contact with changed. Either they turned face or they turned heel. It was a thing and it was working yeah. and then they and freaking so fired good. him because they couldn't come up with anything to do with him. How stupid is that? How, what would be the easiest and the character you most would want to write in wrestling if you were work for the them? Fiend? It would be Bray Wyatt. Yes. Yes. I had Sorry, all that stuff. I you. had all that stuff where that I wrote about how he'd face Roman Reigns or everybody would face Fiend and lose and they couldn't figure out how to beat him. And then the first it was like a video game, and the first step was you had to stop that red light from happening. And then once you did that, he's like at like whatever, like eighty percent power. And then you had to, you know, fix this thing or clip his mask off or do you know, it was always is these steps you had to take, and if you did them all, he's then human and beatable. But no, they just fired him instead. Yep. Much easier, right? Just well, fire the guy. Yeah. yeah. You don't do anything. <sighs> High five. Oh my God. Raw live season premiere. Here we go. Are you ready for this? No. Let me tell you right away. It's not all bad. But No, but SmackDown yeah. was pretty <clears throat> decent. SmackDown went over. The, here's the thing. With okay, the card for Blood Money was really good, and they really tried. And it's a very highly revered show, as far as quality goes. You know why, Larry? Oh, I know one reason why. But okay, go ahead. No, you can say. Football head wasn't screaming about people. Okay, that's a really good point. But that's just for us. Let's talk about the real big picture here. That's a show where they're going to get paid. millions and millions and millions of dollars and didn't get paid for it yet. And they have to impress a man who will throw you in a wood chipper. Look what happens. Larry, look what happens when they try. Yeah. They put on a good show. That's to me disgusting and shows that they hate you as a fan. That was my point last week. I know. We sat through months and months of them not caring about us. Yes. Even wanting to entertain us. They and yet hate. they go over there and entertain one guy with a million dollars and a wood chipper. And yeah. let me let me take back. Not, it, does that not insult you? I as know. Somebody it re- who's that's the thing. It really so does. This company. It really does. But let me take back that thing. They don't hate you because that would require effort. They don't care about you as a fan or a watcher, viewer, whatever at all. They don't care. They got paid in advance. Anything they do is content and fulfills the obligation. So do they want to make a better story for you? Nope. They don't even know you exist anymore. They look at the ratings. They say, oh, 1849 is down again. Wow. Maybe if you tried like you did for the prince when he was going to throw you in a wood chipper and he's offering to, he gives, he shows you this giant piggy bank full of money, like in Squid Game, maybe then you're going to care. But if you get paid in advance, is it, no, why, why should we care about that again? We don't. It makes me sick that then that spilled over to SmackDown and made that show good too. Because True. you couldn't book a good show on Thursday and then Friday do the aftermath of that and then even have a bad show. You could have bad parts, but overall, you'd have to have a pretty good show. And they did. Why? Because of the prince, because of the wood chipper, because of the money. They don't care about you and as a fan at all. They hate me. They hate you. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hate. Again, strong word. Can't use that. They don't care. 
Hating did you Plaza. ever think you would see a wrestling business model where entertaining the fans was <clears throat> so low no, on your priority? Because you had because in the old days of even even a few decades butts ago, butts in seats, even a, even butts in right, seats. Was if you did put on a good show, then you wouldn't sell tickets and you wouldn't sell pay per views and you wouldn't make money. And now because that's changed, they go they're like, well. We just, and Larry, I am sorry that I laughed at you and said, you can't possibly be right when you said when the network comes out, when this was what, like eight years ago, you said when the network comes out, what's going to happen if it's only $9.99 and then they're doing these throwaway shows and pay-per-views aren't 50 bucks anymore? They're, then they don't have to try anymore. And I said, they can't do that. How wrong was I? I want to say very, but that's I was very I wrong. Very, I want to see very right. I want to seem very right. Well, guess but what? It, you were because I thought, how could a company that's publicly traded do that to their viewers? They can't do that. Yeah, they can. Because we we're not their revenue source anymore. We are no that's longer your exactly what it is. So why should someone play to someone who's not why they're getting paid? We're exactly. not why they're getting paid anymore. <laughs> It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's anyway, so weird. We're living in a weird time where everything is tipsy turvy, and what you know is the simple way that things worked in the old days are not how they work anymore. In the old days, you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna put on a show in my backyard, and my neighbor will come and give me a nickel." Dun, yep. dun, dun. I'm trying. I'm, look at me. Arches. I'm trying. Nope. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But now it's this convoluted thing with contracts and TV schedule. And you're you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got to do something. So you just throw it up on the screen and it still counts. It's crazy. Yeah. It really makes me sick. But live, live Raw here, season premiere, we get, excuse me, a new intro sort of but it's the same old song. What's this music problem they have where it's like a new season of the same thing. And this intro has the word Houston like written into it. So what, what did that last one day? You think they'll ever show the (laughs) intro again where they actually bother to change the city name? Oh no, that'll never. Yeah. Okay. Eight matches tonight, Larry. And I wrote this after because I couldn't possibly know that because they never tell you what's going to happen. Guess out of those eight matches, how many are new matches? Eight matches. Yeah. Guess how many are new? Well, it should be eight because this is a draft. The draft is locked in, right? Yeah, you want to show... That's what you want to show. You want to show that... How different it is. Yes. Yeah. Guess. Three. Two. Two hot new matches tonight. I was trying to be a jerk. I know you were. Say three. I know. And I know you also wanted to say zero, but, you know. No, I, 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 I couldn't yeah. even be that facetious. facetious. Okay. Raw tonight. It says Raw tonight, and it shows the entire roster, including that guy that should be in jail. Yeah, Why would you write Raw tonight on that? Why would you write tonight? Well, I mean, they technically are employed tonight. They're not on the show. This is false advertising. I am sick to death of card subject to change. We do what we want because we're WWE. Somebody, somebody needs to do something about this. Not no me. I don't do have any money about that. So, yes, we'll look into it. I'll get my um, oh the crack uh, the crack team <laughs> free samples. I'll get the crack team of uh, free marketing dot foot and I'll get them right on it. 
They're in, they're in an alley right now. Um, <clears throat> Ally McBeal. Uh, that's a different story. So Biggie comes out. And I guess the good news is that Drew can't come out next because he's on SmackDown. So that that's one good thing about tonight. Yeah, they forced change right there. They forced it. Um, they forced it. I, I invented the, the force in the Star Wars. Um, <laughs> so I... Biggie talks about local Houston things and sports, and I have no idea what it means. Wow. And the, they, what is, is Houston got some king that's paying him money? Because I don't know, because he really loves Houston. And then the crowd chants, let's go Astro. So I guess there must be a lot of Jetsons fans there. He what? Hey, he's a pretty cool dog. I always wondered if Astro, was he the same dog that was, <laughs> yeah. was Dynamut? Not Dynamut, but who was the superhero dog? That was Dynamut. Was it Dynamite? Okay. Yeah. They were very similar. They are similar, but Dynamite has like like Inspector Gadget powers. Astro does not. So wow. he has some yeah, limited amounts. But think about it. In the future, a dog. Wait a minute. Would... No, Astro's just a real dog. That's not a robot. You're thinking you of a would, maid. But in the future, you would give your dog bionic powers. I guess, but wait, like... Astro's real, isn't he? No, not real in life, but he was a real dog, though. Yes. On the show. What so was so was Well, you confused me. Wait, okay, so was Wait, Dynamite was, but he's more like Inspector Gadget, where there was probably, yeah, like, Robocop, a horrible accident, and then they had to rebuild him. So I think Astro is, like, just bionic'd up. Okay. People are going to think I was being serious. Um, So, then he talks but, about... Hey, but if he used to be, if he used to be Astromutt, Astromutt's not going to die, so he'll live into the future. He could be the Jetsons' dog in the future. I guess. And it's dynamite, not astromite. Anyway, I get what you're saying, though. So, yes, so Biggie talks about <clears throat> the new King Woods. Wow, <sighs> wrong show, pal. Woods is not. He's on. And then he talks about Drew McIntyre. Please stop. Move the f on. And do you know what? Either a woman or a little kid yells. What? We don't care. <laughs> Why is he talking I about the past? Just do that. Seriously. One person, we don't care. Yeah, we don't. I don't want to hear anything about Drew, Woods, SmackDown. I don't care about any of that. Blood money, just move on. We're moving on now. Because um, because Biggie's yeah. out there. There's an obvious question to answer tonight. He's the world champion. Yeah, who's next? What's next? But that is the last thing he asks. So the last yeah. thing he asks is, okay, so who's next? And of course, the only possibility and it makes me sad because he's the only heel. And he's the only one that could do it. Seth Rollins comes out. And Byron, the child, says, nice coat, by the way. Not knowing how many Dalmatians they had to kill to make that coat. So <laughs> he wouldn't think it was so funny. And they do that joke later in Raw. Um, then Rollins does his fake laugh. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Don't, um, don't you, wouldn't you like to get him in a room with uh, Sasha Banks? And Carmella, and just have a laugh off. Yes. Ha 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 ha. Hmm. Biggie says, "The best question. Why are you here? You lost to Edge." Okay. They understand the problem with having him being the challenger, so they think by stating it, you can skate past it. Yeah, but they do something about it. Unlike Sasha Banks on SmackDown, where they're like, "There's no other women. She lost, but who cares?" What? Okay. But still, even spoiler, he's going to win even when he's number one contender. Oh, no kidding. All I'm thinking is you lost Edge. Well, where's Edge? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But um, where Rollins is, is like, I don't know where he is because he's on that whatever only so many appearances per year thing. 
So that's working out real well. I know I, we we didn't <laughs> we didn't the mention the thing. So great. I know we didn't mention the Brock thing. Um, he has no appearances left this year, <clears throat> so he won't be back to the Royal Rumble. Probably. Oh, lucky he was suspended. I, that's what my point. Yes. Um, so. Rollins is like, I don't care. I want a title shot anyway. Rey Mysterio comes out. Oh my God, keep him away from Rollins. And Rey even brings up the eye poke match, even though nobody got their eye poked out and Rey is perfectly fine. Why would you bring that up? Well, Larry, we moved, listen, we, let's, let's we real, move Seth yeah. to get him away from all that crap that has just bugged us forever. And yet he comes over here. He's with Rey. He's still the same character. Seth Rollins is the new Randy Orton. Yes, he's very annoying and I want him to go away. But Rey Mysterio, let's remind the the, the listeners right now. Rey Mysterio was in an eye for an eye match where the only way to beat to win the match was to scoop out your opponent's eye. <laughs> Keep, scoop it out! Joe, we just saw a match where the face guaranteed me that he was going to kill someone. And then he didn't. didn't see it. And of he course, Rey it. has both eyes, so I guess he's fine too. It's so stupid. Anyway, Ray lists all his titles that he's ever won like he's reading Wikipedia. This is so bad. Then, guess what? Finn Balor comes out and he says, hey, I lost to the lowest card guy on the roster in the King of the Ring tournament. And I had uh, garbage titles for a minute. One of them was for one day. And I also lost my schizophrenic undefeated streak because the top rope broke for some reason. (laughs) That was hard to say. Rope broke. Rope break. Um, He says, but I deserve a shot. And then Kevin Owens comes out and he goes, I want to play this game too. I was all these champions, so I deserve a shot. This is like, who talks like this? At least Kevin Owens was different. I know, but who talks like this? But I'm saying everybody else in this, every other challenger would seem stale, even though they're new to Raw. I know, I'm just... WWE scripting is just terrible. It's just so bad. Um, so he says, I even pinned, Rowan says, I even pinned Rollins for the universal title right here in this arena. And Rollins attacks Biggie, I think. I don't remember what happens. Yeah. Ro- Wait, Seth he attack said he pinned Owens. Oh, that's no, right. Owens said he's been attacked. Owens said, I pinned Owens you right over he here. Seth. That's it. And then Rollins attacks. It doesn't attacked. matter. All it is is like oh, you have to believe that I have some kind of claim to this. Right. And then. Which I in- would have rather seen somebody walk out of the back and say, uh, I'm new here. I've never yes. won anything. Can I please be in this match? Because I think I could win it. How about that? Yes. Nah. Cool. No. Nope. Um, Rollins, like I said, did the fight and then they fight. And then Sonya comes out and she says a bunch of racial slurs. Oh, wait, that's SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Um. No, here she makes a fatal four-way ladder match for the number one contendership. And Rollins protests so much, he goes, no, that he might as well said, I'm winning. Well, also he's protesting and it's not like he's the big show where you can't climb right. a ladder. He's, he's a ladder match. a guy that could do this easily. Plus, um, he was won the money in the bank and then beat Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Like, why would he be opposed to this at all? Also, the, he's getting a shot at getting a shot. So. And he's getting anything after losing to Edge. So just the, the protest that he did here just made me go, 
Oh yeah, he's the only heel in a match with three other yeah. faces, so he's winning. And this she is just stupid. told me, yeah, it's a three face one heel match. So bad, so bad. Street profits come out <clears throat> after the break. Jimmy says it's official now. You mean the ladder match that was made by an official, official is now yeah. official because you saw now, graphic. Now, technically, okay. we have no idea what she is. They've Okay, some... you can say she might not be the general manager, but Larry, she is an official. They say that all the time. I know, but I don't know what that means, an official. Well, you know what, what? it means? If an official makes a match because she says she's in charge of that, then when she says it, that's when it's official. Not when there's a graphic. I'm just saying. They, I'm just letting they you know. Constant change. I, I know that. I know. Triple threat match for a tag title shot is now. Wow, that sounds familiar. Copy paste. High five. Really? Street profits. Okay, so this is the opening match of the night. Street profits versus Artie in the Ring. Dolphin Rude versus Alpha Academy. Larry, brand new Raw. What is this match? I listen. It doesn't matter what is this match. You knew what was going to happen in this match, right? I know. I know, but I'm telling you right now, what is this match? This, everyone, is a SmackDown match. This is a match that has happened on SmackDown and is all guys that got drafted from SmackDown. That doesn't count as new. I'm sorry. Okay, I would be fine with that. You're like, three new people to Raw. Okay, which one of these new teams is going to win this? But you know what's really going to happen. Let's see. The... Yeah, there's only one team that could win. No, we don't know that for sure. Oh, wait, a heel team has to win because the champs are faces. It's probably not going to be the little go. So tonight on Raw, they announced that the new Raw women's champion, Becky Lynch, will be here, which, of course, that tells you again, that's a new reign there. RK Bro watches backstage. The winner of this match, they announced, gets the title shot tonight. Okay. Omos comes out. He attacks the Street Profits, but there's no yes. DQ in this match, so you can't because it's triple threat. There's no, there's no way to get disqualified. So you he's knew that's what's going to happen. Yeah, of course it is. Because we've already started the fight with, yeah. Yeah, which, which poops on whoever wins this match by default. I know. Double team move, Dolphin Rude win, and they face RK Bro later tonight. Oh, jeez. Really? No, no. Don't. They show blood money stills and Graves has to say large size when they talk about Dewdrop. <laughs> I didn't get that. Although it is fantastic to see them showing the videos of women have to wrestle in, in t-shirts. Like a potato sack with a t-shirt on top. Yes. This really makes me mad, and I feel like no I kidding. can't be mad because I'm a woman. I'm, I'm because I'm a, because I'm not a woman. I, I didn't can't know. be mad, but man, it makes me so mad. It's really bad. Um, they get ready for the coronation of Zelina Vega. Copy paste. High five. You couldn't have knocked no, this out. It's, like, oh, even worse. Put it on the same show. You had to put it on two shows so we could have the same thing again. Okay, well, this one's going to be more. It's going to be dumber than you think because Queen Zelina comes out. She's mad at the ring announcer. And she has this weird British accent that comes and goes, and it oh, mostly it, goes. Oh, it's mostly gone until she hits a word where she's like, oh, this She's like, I've seen different. Game of Thrones, but then she says a normal sentence about wrestling and can't figure out how to do the accent. It's worse than Lana ever was. Ever. Okay? That was bad. The sad Raw women's locker room watches backstage. Do you want to hear the locker room that's not Becky Lynch back there? Here's the locker room. Okay, go. Nikki, 
Rhea, Liv, Tamina, Dewdrop, and Dana Brooke. Oh. Now, honestly, and I know Queen of the Ring is a new thing, but who, why would you want it? What does it mean? You don't get a title shot. Yeah. Of all those women, you, you knew Dewdrop, maybe she's angry that she lost. The rest of them, like if you're tag champ, I would rather be tag champ. Yes. Than queen of the ring. I know. Thing. Yes. I know. I can't hear a word she's saying or didn't pay attention to any of it because of the bad Kevin Costner Robin Hood accent. It is there for a second and then it goes away. It's it's the worst. It won't. It won't. She couldn't. Again. They've, right. they've proven she can't do it. They she, will not do this again. She next had since away. Thursday. Can she not over the weekend practice? Really? No, oh, it's it's terrible. It's going to be this queen. I am annoyed by King anyway. I think it's a stupid gimmick, but now we're going to have two of them. I know, but they made yeah. it sure it was on different shows so that we could just copy and paste whatever storylines are doing to the other one. But yep. no, but no, because it's a different story because it's women. And I'll tell you what it is because Dewdrop comes out and the contenter seems shocked. Yet there's a graphic that she has a match coming up next. But at Wait. least this one, Queen is a heel. It's it's so hard to have face King. It I know. Queen Zelina versus Dewdrop. By the way, this is a rematch from Blood Money. So rematch number two, everybody. Jimmy says that the coronation ceremony made Dewdrop jealous. Larry, my favorite trait for a babyface definitely is jealousy, <laughs> I would say. Yes. Wow. Zelina removes the buckle cover so she can distract the ref. So she really uses the scepter and Zelina wins without even doing a wrestling move. So that's hot. That's the future of Queen of the Ring. I was going to say. Zelina can't wrestle. So this is what we get. And again, for people that are mad at me for saying that, I'm sorry if the truth hurts. I like Zelina. I think she's good on the mic. I don't like the accent and she can't really do many moves. She just doesn't know how. And she's small. So against somebody against like Dewdrop, she's not gonna be able to do anything. So no one is going to argue she can wrestle. I mean, let's get I know, real. but I'm just trying to put it over that I do like her a lot. I like her too. I but when she was a manager, she was great. She was amazing. But anyway, yeah, we have a lot of this to look forward to now. So get ready. Buckle up, everybody. And by the way, Eva Marie seems to be dead. So <laughs> I think Corey said she's shooting a movie last week and I just didn't write that down because I don't care. Now, okay, now we're doing this new thing on Raw for the new season. It is called the Smackdown Breakdown for some reason. Larry, this is a thing you do back in the days where you'd watch Raw and then on Smackdown, you'd have the stories continue because there was no brand split. Why would you need a Smackdown Breakdown now? Do you know that... On NXT 2.0, and if you listen to Smart Wrestling Fan more, you probably do know this because I said it on there once. But every week they have their they're obligated to do they're produced to do one tie-in to what's going on in WWE. Last week on NXT 2.0, they waited to the uh, Legado del Fantasma 
Day Phantasma, Phantasmo, I don't know. They they waited for the Legato match when Electra Lopez was wrestling. And they said, we talked to Electra Lopez earlier in the day. And she said that she's always dreamed of maybe in the future winning a future Queen's Crown tournament. All right. There's no way any human would ever say that. And they didn't talk to her. We know that. But they had to start just talking about blood money for no reason. Before that, it was extreme rules. They'd do, there would be something about the NXT women's tag titles. And they'd say, well, you know, over on, over on Raw, they have, this is when Natalia and Tamina were champs. And like, they had to go through this and this. Like, once a show, they do this. And it's so unnatural and bad but if we have to do smackdown breakdown every week on raw why how how does this help this is wwe going we have to mention the other show so people know it exists and then they will watch it who doesn't know that smackdown exists who is watching Uh, nxt that doesn't know on smackdown exists who is this isn't going to help the ratings it's not going to do anything oh i just got a text from our marketing department this will do nothing do not copy <laughs> this know, marketing strategy. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to say the thing about football head because I'm bringing them up during Raw because it's very important. They do an entire SmackDown breakdown on the beginning of SmackDown with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. That segment was over a half an hour long. Mm-hmm. The entire thing is quotes pulled from one Michael Cole Because football head is not quotable in any way that could organically be used. So the only four words they could even get from him was, Brock Lesnar is incensed. Because that that explained what was going on. Everything else he said was just nonsense. And like like he must be a child or he must be on drugs or both or whatever. But that told me everything I need to know. He is not a professional. He should not be doing this. No, no. But sometimes, usually Vince, something is funny and pops. And then he gets sick of it. Yeah, yeah, for a couple weeks and gets sick. The dewdrop dancing, I can't believe he's not sick of that yet. And I can't believe believe he's not sick of football head. I know. (sighs) Brock Lesnar is incensed was the only four words that were usable in that entire video package and that was 30 minutes of footage think about that yeah becky lynch comes out she says the crowd doesn't want bianca anywhere near this title right she says how about i fight rhea ripley you guys hate rhea ripley right you want to see me beat her how about i beat up Liv morgan that was funny so okay but becky's whole promo is you want to see new matches. You don't want to see. It me is doing- in a jokey way where she only wants to fight people she knows she could beat. But here's the thing but, about this. But yes. it is pointing out you don't want to see the same old stuff you've been seeing. You are right. And here's the thing about this right here is that Bianca Belair comes out and oh my God, copy paste from SmackDown. We're still doing yep. this. Yep. It's the same. It's just on a different show, but it's the same. Bianca comes out. Can you interpret this for me? Which part? Okay, she goes, you know, Becky, with you, it's always something, something, very much something. What did that mean? I don't know. I can't figure that out. 
With you, it's always something, something, very much something. <laughs> I don't have a clue hey. what something, something, very much something is, or even something, something, very much something is. I don't know what that means. Is that from? Yeah, is that from something? From is that like a meme? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bianca says. Becky cheated in her match at Crown Jewel. The notice qualification. Yeah, that one I didn't get. Remember notice qualification, everybody? She cheated. Okay. Idiot. Um, She says, last week I beat. This is her. This is Bianca's logic. This is as bad as Seth Rollins, as bad as Sasha Banks. She says, last week I beat Charlotte by disqualification on Raw, which technically earns me a shot at your title, Becky Lynch. Why? Is this the lengths that the face has to go to? She just had to jump through some kind of mental hoops just to even get there. And aren't those people on another show? So it's still. Yeah. Oh, so um, them. What does... Yeah. Becky says Bianca has the face of a loser. And Bianca makes up a storyline where nobody is rooting for heel Becky Lynch. Even though that's all they ever do. And it's really hard to get them to boo Becky. Bianca wants the title match that she earned by getting a DQ on Charlotte tonight. And Becky says, get to the back of the line, B word. And Bianca attacks. And I love how it's back of the line, copy paste, high five from the beginning of the show with Big E. Great. Becky finds a kendo stick somewhere and Bianca uses it instead. Becky does a white Russian leg sweep and no one calls it. No one mentioned Sandman at all. I wonder why. And uh, Becky escapes, and she says, you want your match? You got it, but just not tonight. Doesn't sound very Healy. Yeah, she did give her the match, and but whatever. Hmm. Why would she even give her that match? That's but what it I'm saying. Matter. She There's already no beat her. Else. There's no reason to do this. Well, I guess she wasn't the one <clears throat> pinned in the, in the Blood Money match, so I guess that's why. But backstage, Finn Balor gets ready. Kevin Owens comes in. He says, I respect you, Finn, but I need to win this. Before I go to AEW. <laughs> this is just to explain why there's three faces and one heel in a match. I know. It's really bad. <clears throat> Damien Priest comes out with new generic music, but at least there's no more dumb Archer stuff in there. So is he the Archer of Infamy anymore? Infamy no, is we got a, he's got a new character trait. At least he has something now. They even say that. So championship contenders match. Oh my God. He gets to wrestle. Larry. He gets to wrestle somebody that's not Sheamus or Jeff Hardy. This is great. Oh, wait. It's Priest against T-Bar. So, once again, another match that's copy-paste. This is a match we've seen and a match on Raw for Raw guys that were Raw before the draft. So, again, they have come up with nothing new tonight. Thanks. Thanks. I thought I liked this Raw more. That's right. I was drinking and eating pizza. <laughs> I fuck... Like, I've been talking about twisted iced tea for like a decade since I saw the commercials on TV and mm -hmm. I could never find it in the store. And now all of a sudden Target was carrying it. So I bought some finally. I drank it on the first night when I started watching the Chucky TV show. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, this is terrible. I hate it. I, You know how snooty, snooty, I could be snooty and say, well, yeah. you have to do the right pairing with the right food. I had it with pizza. It is delicious. Oh, I'm glad. It's very... I waited like 10 years to try this twisted tea. Because I almost never drink. But Raw has driven me to drink, everyone. I can see how. 
But yeah, so I had fun during this raw, but I think it was the I had Doritos, pizza, and twisted tea. So maybe that made this raw better than it really was. We always say by, pizza will make it better. By the way, yesterday, well, before Raw, before yeah. Raw, WWE posted on their Facebook page, who do you want to see as the next champion challengers, right? And they yeah. had all their titles. Uh-huh. For for Big E, they had Seth, uh, Finn Balor, uh, Kevin Owens, and instead of Rey Mysterio, they had Edge. So I don't know if that was supposed to be a thing. Weird, Okay. But for Becky Lynch, Excuse they me. had yeah. Bianca Belair, of course. The other people they thought wanted you to choose from. Can I guess? Liv- oh, guess. Well, you said Liv Morgan. Yeah. Rhea Ripley. Uh-huh. And Tamina. Carmella. Oh, God, I forgot about her. Okay. Yeah. Think about. Think about. that possible? Carmella against Becky Lynch. How, who are we going to. What is that? What is that match? And then, and then for uh, the U- United States champion. It was Bearcat. Which, by the way, I think probably will win it. But, okay. Uh, and then, uh, who's the guy with the fake African accent? Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz. I forgot he was even on Raw because he wasn't on I, tonight. He wasn't even on. Yep. Uh, uh, the 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 evil bunny guy. Uh, TikTok. Bunny man. You know who I'm saying now. I said TikTok. Uh... uh, uh Come on, from oh, uh, Karrion Cross. I thought you were saying Karen TikTok Cross, like the app. What's Karen Cross? Where was he? Well, then, I I'll tell you where he was. Shh, don't don't spoil my gimmick. Oh, I don't know where he was. Okay, yeah. So don't yeah, and then the tag titles were the Street Profits and the Mysterios, which that wasn't one, and then Alpha Academy. Wow. There is wow. You, if you change people around, but they're still jobbers, right? It doesn't help. You have to elevate somebody and they just won't. There's I don't know no, why. No good choices here. They just, they gave you the best choices they had and there's nobody. You know what's sad? I keep forgetting and thinking that Apollo Crews is the Intercontinental Champion. It's been a Nakamura for so long, but because he was also King, it just made it seem like that title didn't even exist. Every time I hear of Apollo Crews, I always think he's the champ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, so... um. Priest versus T-Bar, like I said, another copy-paste Raw match. This has, doesn't benefit from the draft at all. These guys were both here, and they're both still here. Same match. Um, they announced that WrestleMania is two nights again. So, that's great. I figured that. No, I know. T-Bar. Oh, by the way, T-Bar got Retribution's theme in the split, in the divorce. So. <laughs> oh, good for him. Yeah, isn't that good? Graves, he also got offense in the divorce, too, because he actually... He actually did something in this match. Remember when he was he had Do- Dominic Dijakovic or whatever in, in NXT and he was actually really good and he had those amazing matches with Keith Lee. What happened to this guy? Well, he had Shut offense it down. in this match, but only because you have to have offense to make Damien Storm Damien angry. Priest, you mean? Damien Priest angry, yes. Wait, who's Damien Storm? I don't know. It's a good name. It's probably used in some other industry. So, um, yes. So, Graves says Priest is the embodiment of good and evil. Is that what yes, you're saying is his new go. thing? It's Yep. It's it, it, it's canon now after okay. this match. So, Priest hits his head on the ring post. Oh, my God. No, he doesn't. He hits his hand on it. His head's about a foot away. It looked so bad. 
But what's funny whatever. is what's funny is I thought, oh my god, I think he might have hurt his hand. He slapped his hand so hard. He on that. did, and he was supposed to hit his I head, and he didn't he come anywhere near. It was hand. so embarrassing. But then there's a graphic that says Bearcat Lee claws his way to Raw. Larry, he was already there. <laughs> Why is it? Imagine clawing to a place your your house, and you're in your house. <laughs> You'd have to be dead on the ground to have to claw your way to where you are. T-Bar uses a chair. Oh, my God. Disqualification. Way to earn a title shot, idiot. Why did he do that? I don't know. And then Priest kills T-Bar all over the place. Because and he's, guess what? he's switched. Guess what? Just like Graves just spoiled, he's evil here. Yep. He's, how stupid. He's, he, how his vengeance knows no end. Yeah, once he goes crazy, he has crazy eyes. And oh he can't my stop. god! That's because you remember all dumb. the times you've seen him do that before. He had twenty five character traits. This was never one of them. It was never one of them. And freaking Graves read the script. Oh my god! Speaking of stupid Graves, half naked Carmella is backstage with her mask. She says. I'm like the diamond of WWE. Hey, dummy, then why do you need that mask? Do you understand diamonds? No, she, she doesn't. Wow. Carmella comes out with non new non-stripper music and entrance. But she's wearing less clothes than when she was doing the stripper entrance. Not that there's anything wrong with that. My father's gay. Um, Larry, yeah. I swear to... It's Carmella against Liv Morgan. I know. Could could you think of a more stale match? Oh my it? god! SmackDown match we've seen one thousand times, copy and pasted onto Raw. There's been nothing on Raw tonight maybe, that's original. Maybe they really do not think that there anything. are people watching one show and not the other. Maybe they really do believe because the only way you think that anyone is like, hmm, what's this? Is if they've never watched SmackDown. Oh my god. You know how in the beginning of SmackDown they showed all those jobbers backstage that they didn't use? Yeah. That was tonight, basically, with that showing all those women. They used one of them. Uh, I can't. Who is this for? Who are they trying? What? Why? They didn't well, put any effort into this. Yeah. What was the only setup they had of any feud from Queen of the Ring was Carmella and Selena Vega. And that's not a thing. Nope. And it's never going to be one because nope. they're both heels. And we'll forget all about that. Yep. Jimmy says, oh, my God. Jimmy says, "You only you can prevent the abuse of Byron by the Miz by keeping Miz on Dancing with the Stars. So call this number. And Graves is like, call it 10 times and borrow your phone, a friend's phone and and text in 10 times from that phone because you're allowed to vote 10 times. I forgot that's how dumb these um, like American Idol and stuff like were. Oh, They're like, cares? you can only vote 50 times. <laughs> how far are they in that show? Is, is Miz I can't believe Miz contention? is still on there. But it I guess he's like really good. On a while. Yeah, he's, he's, he's actually good at this. So, hmm. He's good at something. Good. Carmella just, oh my God, I can't take it. Carmella just randomly screams just all the time. Even when she's off camera. All I hear is her screaming. What is, like, is, does she have spiders crawling on her constantly or something? What does she have to scream about? She's got hallucinations, too. That's what I'm thinking. Seriously, what? Like, they're like, well, they surround sure her and they're ready to put the mask Graves on her. On and her she just, all the time. what? Graves is on her all the time. She's probably screaming about that. 
I guess, but she's screaming like, like for nothing. She's standing there outside the ring and just screaming at nothing. I hate it. It, oh, you know what? You know what? Um, at this point, when I look at Liv Morgan and they're like, she's dressed up like Chucky. If Alexa yeah. Bliss, if Alexa Bliss and Liv Morgan didn't have Chucky or Harley Quinn cosplay, would they even exist? They love to go back and forth. But would these two wrestlers even exist in WWE if they didn't have that? Yeah, they're attractive. Oh. Carmella. Oh, speaking of that, Carmella yells, I'm hot. You're not. You're so jealous of me. I'm glad to see the women's division has evolved. And haven't we heard that for how long? This How long has this feud really went on? Months? Yeah. You know, the dewdrop. Um, yes, months and months and months. The dewdrop and Zelina Vega match, too, was earlier. And we've had two women's matches tonight, which are very short. But the story of both of them is you're so jealous of me. Hmm. We don't see why in 2021 that's a problem that they can't have one female writer that knows how to write for a woman <laughs> and understands that there's not just mean girls and jealousy and that's it. No, I, they can't. Okay. It's Graves true. Graves basically says, okay, they tease smashing Carmel's face into the into the uh, table. He basically says if her face gets smashed into the table, we're done. Like that's <clears> our <throat> arrangement. And guess what? Then it happens. Smash. And Liv goes over, goes over to Graves and says, congratulations on your engagement. I'm really happy for you. Wow. I don't like this whole, yeah. I wish Carmella was not on the same show. I know, but we just have to deal with it now. I actually wish Carmella wasn't on any show. I, compared to Charlotte, I'd, I'd take Carmella every day of the week, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, I would. Some sort of, there was a time when I really liked Carmella. When she was doing the Money in the Bank stuff with, what's his name, with Beak, uh, Turtle Beak. It was amazing. So, what was his name? Turtle Beak. Oh, uh, little guy. Beaky. Beak yeah, Johnson. And got, yeah, and then he got in trouble. So. I know, he's bad. What was his name, though? Beaky. People are screaming it out, Larry. Help me out here. I don't remember either, and I'm on a show about wrestling. I have his action figure. I should know. If I do, let's see. Carmella. Really, Money. you're looking it up? Yeah. James Warhol. James no Vanderbeek. James. It's James, right? Yeah, you haven't found it yet? No. We, okay, let's see who finds it first. Okay. Uh, uh, James Ellsworth. See, I'm fast. Ellsworth. Okay, you found it first. I had a head start, but still. You're like, you haven't found it first? How would you, what did you look for? Carmella Guy. <laughs> yes, let's see. It's What do we get? We get Enzo, get Bl- Corey, Beaky. Yeah. Anyway, Ellsworth. I got a LinkedIn thing for a guy called, somebody called Carmella Guy. Oh my God, Larry. There's also a Guy Carmella. Wow, that Yikes. sucks. Uh, so... Some sort of face into the mat divas move and Carmella wins with a move I don't even remember she had. We get a Bearcat video package. So his outfit says Keith he's Lee, new. but he's Bearcat Lee. So I'm very confused. And the color is just horrible. Oh, it's really bad. Bearcat Lee against already in the ring, Jobber Cedric the Alexander with Shelton Benjamin. How insulting is it though, Larry, that the 
the this low key hurt business thing is just Cedric and Shelton. And now it's retconned that only Lashley quit the hurt business and he's not in it. I don't understand. Like, how dumb is that? How insulting is that as a viewer who we, we watched it all? When did that happen? No, it didn't. We just rewrote that part. So this but is why do versus, they even yeah. need to be split up anyway? I don't know, but they should still be a thing. Right. But get this. Bear it's Keith Lee against Cedric. Oh, it's a raw match, Larry. Yep. Could they bother to write something new? No. And it's heel versus heel, maybe. So the crowd's really confused and does not care. They are, don't care about this match one bit. There's no noise in that crowd. What, because what, what do you have to care about? Here? I, that's the thing. Bearcat Lee, are you a face? He growls a lot and yells a lot and he's really angry. But is he? I think he's a heel, but I don't know. He's beating up a heel. We should be happy. No one cares. Um, he does now. His finisher, he had such a cool finisher. He had multiple cool finishers. Now... Fireman's carry power slam. Doesn't get much more generic than that. Bearcat wins. But is it Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Everything that was cool about Keith Lee is gone now. The way he talked, the way he acted. Now he's just an angry guy, angry big guy. He's so generic. Remember how over he was? Yeah. Yep. I, Can't I have really that. liked his different kind of character. Can't have that. Um okay, he's the Bearcat, right? Mm-hmm. How long before they? Means. How long before the name is finisher? The bear catastrophe. No, but I give it. They're, they're dumb enough. I give it two weeks till that's the name. Okay, bear catastrophe. Shelton wants a fight, but no, sorry, we have to do something next week. It's boring already. Why do we care about Bearcat against Shelton, which is clearly going to be on Raw next week, if they can remember to do it? What? Oh, wait. And then week three, Larry. Bearcat against both of them. <clears throat> also, what do they all have in common? It's segregation segment. Earlier today, Ray talks to his own son, Dominic. <sighs> unless that's Eddie's son, which in the next matchup, you might think it is. Um, think Austin, it is. Yeah, Austin Theory comes in and he says, hey, it's Ray Mysterio. You are my idol. I want a selfie, but not with you in it, stupid Dominic child. Why don't you take the picture? And Dominic says, I am not a photographer, dog. <laughs> then he says, then how about we take a selfie after I beat you? And Dominic's like, okay. So this match was already set up in advance, right? Yep. So he went in their locker room. It had to be set up. Oh, whatever. <sighs> Dominic versus Austin Theory. There is a commercial with Charlotte. In it from Smack, I Larry, I am so happy I don't have to take notes on Charlotte anymore. <laughs> That's true. You did trade her I, off. I really couldn't take it anymore. Now I could just sit back and just watch the train wreck if she's ever on again. Now I don't even know, but you know they'll they'll mend fences and she'll be on on Friday and be her passive aggressive self. Whatever. In this match, lots of Eddie Guerrero aping from both guys. So much. Oh my God, the whole match was Eddie. One time might have been funny by the heel. I don't know. It's Eddie, 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 Eddie. Three amigos, no. ATL, theory wins. So Dominic's coming in hot as a jobber right away. Um, The referee won't let him do a selfie with Dominic. So 
So Theory's like, I got to do it with somebody and does it with the ref? What was that? I don't know. Also, this is very interesting. Did I talk about this already? Dominic did an interview where all of a sudden he said, I never want to have to fight my own father, dog. I never want to. That's been Ray's thing. He's now convinced this kid that they should never, ever break up. I could believe that. It's like every word coming out of his mouth was not his. It was all like you would think he would think that's a really neat idea. We could keep it in the family. We could fight each other. This would be really cool. We could do an Eddie Guerrero spinoff storyline. Nope. He's like, no, I would never want to wrestle my father in a match. Okay. Okay, bro. Oh, by the way, backstage riddle. And he wants Orton to figure out their Halloween costumes. Okay. RK bro out to the ring. Oh my God. Now it's time for a new segment that's probably only going to be this week called Two Commercials That I Hate. Oh. Do, 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 do. Two commercials I hate. First up, this commercial has been on for at least a year since last Halloween. It's the candy commercial with that famous chocolate and peanut butter candy that people would eat. And yeah. it has Dracula in it. Do you know which commercial I'm talking about? Yeah. The alarm goes off and oh, yeah. somebody's trying to wake up Dracula from his sleep, right? Uh-huh. I hate it. He says, okay, I'm up, I'm up. Five more minutes. Five more minutes, yeah. Isn't that backwards? Yeah. He said he's up and now he wants more sleep. Wouldn't it be five more minutes? Okay, fine, I'm up. Yes. I hate that commercial so much because it's broken. But now... The second commercial that I hate now is Nicole Kidman talking about when she was a kid in the early 1900s and movie theaters need to exist and movies can only be enjoyed in a movie theater. I've never heard this. Oh my God. It's new. It's a new-ish commercial. It's a like, well, the pandemic's over and no, it's not. Oh, so you better go to, to, the movies. to the movies. And she's like, this can only be enjoyed in this. I can't do a Nicole Kidman accent. This can only be enjoyed in a movie theater. I'm a hundred. Yeah. So that was, seen this. that was called two commercials. I hate. We'll see if the segment returns next week, but my God, those, I hate those commercials so much. Um, Oh, Veer video package coming soon to Raw, even though it said Raw tonight, Veer earlier. Yeah, for getting new talent that we're really holding off on these. Why are we not trying to make someone today? Somebody. Oh, my God. Oh, the Austin Theory we're making. No. Raw tag title match is now RK Bro against Dolphin Rude. And this, okay, so the story. In the earlier tag match, if you remember what the commentators were saying, is that these teams that wrestled each other will be very tired, so RK-Bro will have the advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now the story has changed completely. Now they say, well, that match was short. No big deal. And, and um, Jimmy says, they're comparably fresh. <laughs> The whole after, point. After all that time. Oh my God. It wasn't a cage match. No. Riddle misses his overhead kick completely like he's on the drugs. And Dolph, I'm going to give him all the credit. He's such a pro, he doesn't fake sell it. He just stands there because it didn't connect. It didn't, it was like not even anywhere near him. <laughs> that was ridiculous. But Roll up by happens? Riddle. Yeah. Roll up by Riddle, champions retain. Well, no kidding. Really? Did we not think that? Yes, we did. 
But guess what? This this was an original match. <gasps> they did it. Oh, okay. They took Raw guys against SmackDown guys and they Gene made a new matchup. Who are never going to win? Look at that though. They did it. And then you know what this is? You know what? It's really hard to get used to this because on SmackDown Cole refused to say Dirty Dogs, but on this show everyone says Dirty Dogs over yeah. and over and over and over and over to the point yeah. where I was like, is that their real name? And then I was like, no, they, it is. Cole used to call them top dogs. And I'm just shocked. Now, it's not on their graphics or anything like that, but that's all the commentators said all night was dirty dogs. But even, even uh, what's-his-face said, we're going to clean up the dirty dogs. Oh, Riddle. Riddle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like everyone, right. Everybody, including the wrestler, said it. It just isn't in the graphic. Right. Backstage interview with Seth Rollins. He says, I'm going to win because I'm the only heel in the match. No kidding. Wow. That's true. Main event is next. There's, Larry, there's 42 minutes left on Raw. Yeah, this seems really long. Yeah. Well, but it is a ladder match. What's that? It is a ladder match. Ladder yeah, match. so you know, right. You, it's not pinning somebody. You have to wear everyone else down and make sure that three other guys are dead before you can even climb. So Lashley tweets, this is my show. Yet I'm not even on tonight. He, he, he. I he thought he was basically dead. basically says that. Uh, I thought he was supposed to be dead. Main event. Ladder match to grab the title. No, a contract for a raw title shot. It's Rey Mysterio versus Kevin Owens versus the Prinksy Finn Balor <laughs> versus Seth Rollins. Prinksy, everyone. That's what it says. Um, I never understood that. Um, it, oh, what do they have in common? Larry, Ray. Owens, Balor, Rollins, SmackDown match. You they really think one... somebody only watches Raw. They that's what this was. Yeah, this was a. They think somebody only watches Raw, and everything will be new to them. Oh my god, that's so stupid. Um, next week Bianca gets a title shot against Becky Lynch for some reason. Okay, so Biggie. Um is doing something. Pretending he, oh, he's watching. He's Sorry, he's watching, pretending to watch TV. He's watching, it says Arches, but I meant Watches, the ladder match backstage. They announced they announce that next week on SmackDown or this week on SmackDown, whatever you want to say, it's on FS1 again. So guess what? All of a right. sudden, those 2.1 million viewers are going to not remember that SmackDown's on. Oh, yeah. Fake. This is it's just set on a timer. Right. This is a main event ladder match that is for something and it includes good wrestlers. So of course this is good. But if if you didn't know who was going to win, I know that's the problem with it is that well, here's the thing. I thought maybe someone else could win because even if it's face versus face, people would want to see like a Rey Mysterio against Biggie match because it's going to yeah, be on and Raw. Yeah, we did come off Drew. Yeah, face and it's face. it's on Raw. It's not like it's a pay per view match because the next pay per view is I guess Survivor Series, and that's just champion. That's show versus show. So this has to be on Raw. So it's not really a big deal. It is weird that it's going to be Seth Rollins eating another loss because he's not winning, is he? No, but he's, they're writing crazy, so he can just be crazy. Okay. All right. I was going to say, I hope Biggie doesn't lose the title already because oh, they would no, love it's... they would love a Seth Rollins against Roman Reigns match. So, you know, oh. copy-paste and all. You yeah, but one of them would have to be face. No. 
That's the problem. That's bad. (laughs) Yeah. So Ray does a counter that he's done like a thousand times because he's a little guy and he always does a counter. And Jimmy goes, there's that creativity. Okay, buddy. Then guess what? Ray does a 619 into a ladder that goes into Owens, then takes him to the floor. Ray rides the ladder all the way down to the floor. Hey, goofball Jimmy, there's your creativity. Don't call something creative just because you've never seen Ray Mysterio wrestle in your life. This is the first time Jimmy's seen him wrestle. That's true. It could actually be true. Yeah. Byron asks, what kind of condition will the winner of this match be when they challenge Big E? Uh, I don't know, Byron. Probably fine because we don't even know when that match will be. My God. Everyone does big spots and everybody's down. This was the weirdest part of the night. We wait and we wait because, Larry, this is the part where the crowd 99.9% 99.9% of the time, which by the way, um, Jimmy traded in his nine times out of 10 for 99% tonight. <laughs> Just to let you know. <laughs> oh, well, that's but, nice to switch up. Isn't it great? But, which isn't even real. It should be 90%. But anyway, um, everyone does all these big spots and everybody's down. This is the part where the crowd's supposed to chant, this is awesome. We wait and we wait and they don't. And even Graves expects it. And he's he's like dumbfounded. He's like taken off guard that they're not saying this. It was such a weird moment. If you go back and watch that, Graves, it's like that part on Quiz Show or like in the 1950s Quiz Show scandals when the they were the fix was in and everybody knew that in. you know we're given the the fix is in. Um, they were given the answers ahead of time, and the guy went against script and screwed them, screwed the Quiz Show people, and the um, the uh, the ho- game show host thought he was supposed to say thought he was going to say. Um, some some other thing but he's like the guy says the right answer he says emily dickens dickinson and he's like no i'm sorry that's quit wait did you say emily dickinson <laughs> yes you went and you could just rewind the tape and go oh my god that's what this was with Corey graves well it's okay to be honest, let's blame it on the wrestling fans because this stupid, this is awesome, and you deserve it. Oh, I know it's it's a so Pavlov's fixable. thing now. It's that's it's Pavlovian response, is it not? Yes. Sad. There you go. Uh, read a book, everybody. That's what Larry says. Don't read books. Read books are book. stupid. Go on the internet. Okay, so um, listen to a book. How about that? audibletrial.com slash smart wrestling fan. Is that a thing anymore? I don't know. I think I have to re-up that. Um, but anyway, no, it's not re-up. It's what's it called? It's called, um, I think it still works. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, now, after that weird spot, Ray eats a table, Owens eats a ladder bridge, and Balor eats a stomp. So of course, Seth Rollins wins. No kidding. Big E comes out. They have this really weird confrontation. Yeah, did somebody forget their line or something? It seemed like something was supposed to happen, but nothing happens. And then they don't, they can't fight because that's not now. And Rollins is in a really good mood. So that's obviously not where they're going. But here we go. Backstage, we still have time left. This was weird. This was like that one Raw where there was time left. And then Stephanie was backstage talking when she was saying like Brock Lesnar isn't allowed to tease the cash in or whatever. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this was like that, but Rollins gets interviewed. And he says, I'll win the title. But then it happens, Larry. He turns around and there's Karrion Cross because, <laughs> oh, wait, no, that would be storytelling. And that would tell the future that whoever won the title had to fit. Oh, wait, they would never do that. So nobody's there. He rambles until the show's over and that's it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
I'm glad it's on Raw because I'm done with Seth. I'll actually take Charlotte over Seth. I'm just so nope. bored. I'm, I won't take Charlotte over anybody. I'm sorry. I, I will because well, you have no I'm choice. just so bored with Seth. It's that yes. same. Unless he changes his character. <sighs> yeah. Let me read this email from Slow Bro Brazil Jr. He says, greetings, SWFers. A new era is coming. We've been told to wait for live audiences to return. Check. Then we're told, wait till SummerSlam. Check. Then we're told to wait until the draft where everything is going to be shaken up. Check. I'll probably want to wait until Monday night just to make sure everyone returns from Blood Money 5, The Escape. I think it's seven. Is it only five? Oh my God. But I'm predicting the great WWE programming we've been promised. Now, this email was from days ago. No more Carmella versus Liv, he says. Oh my God. Are you muted? I am. Same show. <laughs> Same thing. No two-minute matches. Women's matches. Oh, No more copy-paste high five. What? Just fresh, exciting matches with interesting storylines and storytelling and character building. I can't wait. Sorry to cut this letter short, but I've got to give my social security number to this fine gentleman helping me <laughs> avoid jail time for not paying my gas tax on time. Sincerely, Slow Bro Bristol Jr. And I have a bridge that I could sell you as well. That's my... Not he didn't say that I did. Um, yeah. Wow. He predicted that we would have Carmella versus Liv again, and he mm-hmm. was right. Hey, if you've never seen SmackDown, then it's new to you. It's new to you. Mm, that's horrible. Wow. Ooh. Why did it feel like it took an hour to review Raw? I think it did. It did. It took way too long. I know. But it was a three hour show, it's just yuck. There's so much new stuff on it. <laughs> Oh, it's it was problematic. But pizza makes it better. So I guess it my does. advice is if you're going to watch Raw, pizza and beverages. That's all I can tell you. It's the only thing to make the three hours tolerable for me. It wasn't that tolerable for me. But what, I just, I knew it wasn't going to be, but I thought they would at least give me some new matchups, but no. Well, they give you the hot new matchup of Austin Theory against Dominic. That's it. Did you like it? Boy, boy I no one has ever been around a, that less amount of time, oh. and I'm so tired of his Austin theory. A selfie gimmick, really. It's okay, just so and bad. get okay, get this. My my thing about Austin theory is that this is his character from Raw, from when Zelina Vega was really good on the mic and all that. No. Like this is from the pandemic. But if you remember, Austin Theory went from that Raw to NXT, where he was in a really good gimmick in The Way with Johnny Gargano's family, and he was this ditzy character that never knew what was going on. And they'd say, like, at the wedding, he'd be like, do you have the ring? And he's like, what do you mean? We're in a ring right now, wrestling ring. Like, he was just this dope, and it was much better. And now that he came back to Raw, we've erased all the things that happened in NXT, and we go all the way back to the pandemic with him. It's pathetic. That's Vince. Well, look at look at Bearcat. Bearcat had good stuff. All I could think of is T Bar against Bearcat and how good that match was. And now this is we're getting crap. They're one's one's a jobber, one's a really big jobber, and the other one's a really big jobber squasher. And I don't really care about either one. And even Damian, even Damian Priest had fifteen gimmicks, and what do they do? Come up with another one. Yep. That is probably split personality. Be He's sometimes good and sometimes yeah. evil. He's no more. No longer an archer, but he still does the broken and arrow. 
And where's all the ladies? You remember oh how what a ladies guy Hot was? Hot tub ladies. That's right. Oh, and and um and um, I wanted to say Snoop Dogg, but no, Snoop Dogg's friend. What's his name? Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Yeah. That's where we're at, kids. So, um, if you want to support real art and be a, 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 a support a show that's been around longer than any other wrestling podcast, the most honest, most most truthful, and I know that doesn't matter in this world. What matters is flashy headlines, bait and switch, lies, tricks, gimmicks, morning zoo stuff, a, <laughs> like five people on the show at once talking over top of each other, cursing, um, live doing drugs on YouTube. Like These are the things that I guess are flashy and that people like, but we are what we are. We are the longest running pro wrestling podcast in history that tells you what it is and we'd never, ever, ever lie about watching the product. We always watch it. And if we don't, we'll tell you we didn't watch it. And then we're not going to review it if we didn't watch it. We can give you a rundown of the matches. But I don't know. It's just sad because the, the marketing team is trying to tell me that we just have to go ape poop and just be all wacky and then start tricking people and then we'll be rich. But I refuse to do that. So... I would say? do it, but Joe doesn't love me. Right. I won't let Larry do that. Anyway, patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan if you want to help out. And if you want a spooky fun pack, whatever price I said, I think it was 27 bucks. Um, free shipping in the United States. I'll send you a fun pack this week. Um, just uh, go to smartwrestlingfan.com and donate at the bottom link there. And um, I'll send you some stuff. So that's all I can say. Okay, so that's another week down. It is. Mm. <laughs> why do I why do I have a feeling that we just got through the two season premieres pretty much and we're going to go right into coast mode next week? Because we are. Because here's, here's why we are. Because we're setting up world title matches and that's fine, but you know that those are nothing and no titles will change hands mm-hmm. because we have to coast into into first Tribute to the troops because they already showed everybody holding titles. And for your information, Bianca Belair has a match on that show and she doesn't have a title. So she's not winning it against <laughs> Becky next week. So we know that. We know Roman Reigns can't lose his title because he was on TV with it. We know Big E can't lose his title because he was on TV with it. So every one of those things gets spoiled. And then and then after that is Survivor Series where it's non-title matches, show versus show. So Larry. We're in coast mode because that's the time of year we're going to be in it. And then we're probably going to be in it until that day one show in January 1st. So buckle up because the next two months are probably going to be nothing. I'm sorry I depressed you, but isn't that right? Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. I'm just so ready for coast mode again. It sucks. It's always coast mode. I know. know. Okay. I think we're done here. That's a show, everybody. Thank you, uh, Larry, for staying up till what? Here, it's almost five in the morning. Um, so go get some sleep. I'm going to try to, even though I probably won't be able to because I have to go edit and do watch a hundred other wrestling shows. I'm, be- I'm behind on three New Japans, which is about like nine hours of programming. So I got to go watch all that. Um, that'll be my day today. And then I'll watch Halloween Havoc and then Chucky. And that's my whole day. And I stayed up all night, so I have to sleep at some point. So if you again, if you pity me, then patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan is where you want to go because um 
that's the only way to support the show and make sure the show sticks around because something's got to change if, uh, you know, we don't get some help here. So thanks for your support. Um, Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Until next time. Bye, everybody.